All right, this week we got Nate Bozung in the booth. It's been heavily weighted, heavily anticipated. It's finally here. I hope you guys enjoy our conversation. I know I did. Uh, before we get into it, though, a couple things on the docket. First things first, holidays are here. Get the gift that keeps on giving. Get some merch from bombhole.com. We got a special raffle going on with some of Nate Bozung slash bombhole collab gear. Nate took some bombhole shirts, got all designer on them, cut them up, sewed them up, and we'll be raffling those off at bombhole.com. They're super cool. You can also find a link to our Patreon on there. What else? We got all kinds of stuff. Mugs. You guys can chug some eggnog out of from bombhole.com. Other than that, we just hope you guys enjoy the episode. Let's get into it. Nate Bozum. Here we go. You are listening to the Bombhole. What? It's going to be very hot. It's going to oh. be very uncomfortable for everybody. The Bombhole. going to slide down in big hills. You know what I mean? On the big, nice, burgundy snowboard. Snowboard. Okay, here we go again. Another beautiful day here in the booth at the Bombhole, which is presented by Liquid Death and Pub Beer. Now, first things first, Stony Buds, how we doing today? So good, my dog. Always love to hear that. To my left, we have a real treat. We have Nate Bozung in the booth. How we doing, Nate? What up, motherfuckers? We're good, dude. Sober and crispy and boring, dude. That's how we're doing. Sober and boring. <laughs> Love that. Now, uh, for the people that don't know who you are, Nate, I'm going to do a brief little intro. So, Nate has had a wild ride. He came up in the most influential crew in snowboarding's history, the original forum team. He was in the biggest videos of our generation. He started brands like Neff, Bozrek. He's made and spent a shitload of money. Millions. Partied like a maniac. <laughs> he's got tattoos all over his face, and we couldn't be happier that he's sitting down in the booth to chat with us today. Oh, shit. What up, dude? My, my <laughs> shit just came up. Uh, should, should I go hatless? Yeah, shit? go yeah. hatless in Seattle. Let's do this. All right, let's, let's do, do, it. do this. So, Nate, uh, you know, I, I want to kind of start by talking about how you were originally like a skateboarder before a snowboarder. Let me get, you can get your bearings straight over there, too. Yeah, dude, I'm having some... Uh, Whatever issues with my fucking gear. Looking good. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> I'm just going to go how I came in here. That way we know. Ooh, there we go. Here that we way go. we know. There we go. Fuck there we Paul, go. you can Paul cut go. some of this out and keep it, keep it crispy. <laughs> no, you can see me. That's, a, that's the most like nervous I'm going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Love it. We'll keep it crispy now, dude. We, we on. All right, so let's run it back. Originally, you were kind of torn between being like a skateboarder or a snowboarder. You grew up skating, right? Yeah, so I grew up in California. No one knows that. Everyone thinks I'm from Utah, but I'm from uh, Whittier, La Habra, California. Well, first Pacific Palisades because we were living at, at Grammy's house. They were loaded. You know, my grandpa used to own the ski resort in uh, Snow Valley. You guys hear about that? And, and like the one that you're coming up when you go up to Big Bear? The, the one that no one ever goes to. Did they change names? No, I think it's still, it's Snow, still Valley. Snow Valley. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I grew up in Whittier, and then that's where I started skating. And then my family moved us to Utah, me and my older brother, because we started we, got, we were actually in a skate gang. Ice cream, dude. And uh, <laughs> so, What, dude? I got the noises on that one? What's up, players? <laughs> yeah, no, so I moved to Utah when we were, like, what, 15? I, f I finished my last two years of high school out here, but... Yeah, I, I was tripping because I was like, fuck, dude, there's no there's nowhere to skate in the wintertime. And, like, all I cared about was skateboarding. And then, 
Yeah, I should have been a skater, but somehow we moved to Utah and what happened happened, you know, but... Didn't you, if I remember correctly, you picked because uh, snowboarding was easier, basically, right? Yeah, there's like two things, so... Oh, that's bright. There's a... <laughs> there's so... Yeah, I, I remember coming to a decision, and I was like, all right, dude, I could go. Skating's a lot harder. I don't know if I could... I, I probably could make it, but... Snowboarding's easier, but the main decision was was or the main decision I put on it was uh, snowboarders get hotter chicks because they go on family ski trips when they're younger. You know, no one goes on family skateboard trips. Maybe nowadays they do, but back then. So I was like, you know, it. I look back on my life and it all revolves around you know that that other species, well, women, <laughs> women. <laughs> I don't know what to women. call them. I'm trying to be on best behavior here, so you, I, I wasn't great. using swear words. So. You know, part of my French if I if I pop a couple out, but <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about when you grew up uh, skating and stuff. You're a ripper. I remember your footage was always incredible. And then you basically, it seemed like you went like from basically unknown, and then you're just on the forum team. From what I remember, like you came up really quick. Well, I right? came up. That's how I met those guys. I met Jeremy and, and JP through skating because my cousin moved up here, and she was a girl Char. And I just knew those guys from skating around, and eventually it was through Shane Justice, actually, rest in peace, and then... Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P., there's Justice. What up, buddy? And, um, yeah, so it just started skating, and then eventually I kind of trickled into snowboarding with them. And, yeah, the rest is history, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's just weird. I totally thought in a million years I would have never gone pro snowboarder. I would have been pro skater. You know, like no one knows that I had an ad in Thrasher before ever an ad in Snowboard Mag, you know? Oh, no fucking wow, way. Who what was, was the ad? It was for Vision Streetwear. And uh, so at the time I was like flow for Globe. And then I think I think I was, I don't know what, I wasn't getting paid, but I guess amateur. But I mean, they'd send me a bunch of shit. I got an ad. So that's pretty cool. It was on a, it was at the school. I remember I came in and uh, Josh Roberts shot it. It was, what's the school that has the long rail off of a... Um, I know the one you're talking about. DJ Chavez grinded it in one of the Dirty Hessian videos. It's Is like it a, that rail, Chris, over your shoulder there? No, it's no, not It's not, not that, that one. School. It's a... Uh, but down this down um, up foothill off foothill I think is what it is by before you hit that Walmart going out into the canyon the Parley's Way and shit right there. Mm-hmm. What's it called that school? But like, there's there's a big ledges and you, I ollied off the it was a back 180 off okay. one of those ledges. But we'll have on to the take other, that ad up and we'll put it in the show. Yeah, notes. I I'll pop it up on the screen. Yeah, you should. I've it. actually tried to find it. And I couldn't. Uh. I asked Josh. I'm like, and he's like, I have no idea how to find it. But <clears throat> yeah, no one knows that. I had an ad in Thrasher before ever even I was a snowboard ad. So. You moved to town, and you must have made, met Shane Justice because he was, like, the best skater Yeah, around, he was right? the best skater. Yeah, so you guys are like, instantly homies. Yeah, we were just like, he's like, who are you? And I'm like, oh, shit, who are you? And, like, um, yeah, we just I started, like, driving up to Salt Lake every day after school and just skating. Mm-hmm. And then I'd sleep at the, on, like, their floor and their couches. And I was just such a little rat, you know? And Shane was best friends with Jeremy. Exactly, and so that's there's so the, there's the link. And mm-hmm. So it all started through skating, me, the whole forum and everything. It all like because uh, we'd all meet up at the courthouse, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you're one of the few people that looked like you're actually. It's kind of a corny, cliche thing to say, but you literally looked like you were skateboarding on a snowboard, like you still do. But I, that's how I just, I just felt like I'm like, wow, you're strapped in. It's easier. I can do like a thirty stair rail, you know, instead of like a six stair rail. I was like, sick, dude. You just got to learn how to hop off and ride down the stairs, but. I see, I talked to some of the skaters, though, and they're like, yo, you guys are crazy. But I'm like, yo, if you do, you can ride out on the stairs proper. But, I mean, if you fuck up, you fuck up real bad. There's a million ways to fucking go down on that road. But So how yeah. many how many years were you snowboarding before, like, you basically got on forum? Two years. 
Holy shit, dude. Yeah. So you go from like not snowboarding to be like part of the biggest yeah. snowboard team in history. It was, it, dude, it happened so fast and randomly. Like I didn't even know, I didn't even realize what was going on when it happened. I was just like, oh, cool. I'm getting some free shirts now from snowboarding. Like maybe I should do this. Like there's always girls up at the resort. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, yeah. So, I, oh, hi, Sasha. Hi, Sasha. Hi, Sasha. There's my little girl. Nate's dog, Sasha's in the room for the people that can't see. And she's an avalanche dog, too, in training. She's really, when we were just in New York, we were like, is she real service dog? I'm like, yeah, avalanche dog, the only one in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what? Down to save lives. Yeah, she is, but she's, she's oh, not, she's dude. Coming, coming She'll save my on. life. No one else is. She's an emotional support dog. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. What hi, kind pretty. of dog is she? So she's like, mostly, she's a super much. She's mostly Malmute. A uh, little bit of her mom was a pit bull mix and her dad was a Malmute mix. So she's like 56% Malmute, little Siberian husky, pit bull, little wolf, little German shepherd. Little wolf. Uh, she likes the cold. That. She likes no, the cold mountains, huh? Yeah, for sure, dude. She loves it. She That's her favorite, dude. Just running in the snow. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is the best. That's why I had to get out of New York, though, too, because I was like, dude, I can't do it to her. You know, like, I'm not, I'm used to, like, opening my Jeep door and she runs out on the dirt roads and stuff, you know, and, like, cruise. She's, I've clocked her up to 36 miles an hour. Oh, she's got she's wheels. She's a beast, yeah. Damn, I'd like to race her in a foot race and see how we do. <laughs> sure we could set that up, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I never knew what she was, so I got her, like, tested, DNA tested, and oh, wow. literally it's, like, there's, like, eight different breeds in her, but she's a beast, dude. That's sick you got her a DNA test. That's pretty cool. Well, because everyone kept asking her what she was, and I'm like, I have no idea, dude. Like, Because like, I was thinking this. she was more German Shepherd than anything, but she's not. It's more, it's mostly Malmute and Pitbull and then a little bit of Wolf, a little bit of uh, German, Siberian Husky. That's where she got the name Sasha. She's a little Russian slut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, let's I charged fools at this park. They would try and hook, hook up with her, their dogs. I was like, yo, 100 bucks, dog. <laughs> Got that Red Sparrow mentality. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's run it back to when you were coming up. Let's just pivot back to that because I know you had a fascination with uh, Giselle and Christina uh, Aguilera. Dude, you, it gets even deeper than that. Like that fact alone is like uh, sent me off a couple of the jumps when I first started filming with Mac Dog. I was like scared out of my fucking mind. And then it, like Peter's like, yo, you, you guinea pig this one. And I was like, fuck, sitting up there like, fuck, dude, I'm going to die. And I was like, yo, if you ever want to get this supermodel, dude, you better send it. And I was like, whoop, just send it. <laughs> and you went for it. Straight up, dude, straight up. That was my motivation since day one, dude. I was like, yo, you ever want to get that chick, dude, you better fucking step it up. Dude, well, also, I, I just remember this right now, but like one of the first, the first <laughs> teaser I ever watched on the internet, I think was for True Life, and it had that bombs over Baghdad. Yeah, yeah. And you did mm -hmm. the gap to board slide that was in True Life on that Triple King, probably one of the gnarliest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Has anyone ever hit that yet? People have gone back and hit they it. They have yet. hit yeah. it, right? Anyone back lip it yet? I'm per I did you probably did it. I, no, I, ha I haven't, but I know people have hit that. Too. Damn, that's that's what's that's up. In, is that in upstate New York or something? Yeah, it's in yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo, right? Yep. In like Buffalo. by the yeah by the museum but type stuff. Dude, on the trailer you land it and you're wearing aviators or something, and it's like you don't get famous doing pussy shit or yeah, something. Yeah, like, that's right. And then Bob that's comes in, and that shit made me want to run through a fucking wall, dude. It was like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that looks like your that looks like your uh, your motivation, dude. Right? You always kind of had that it, rock star motivation. It always was, man. It always was. Like Yoni would always make fun of me on the forum trips because I'd be like wearing aviators and shit. I'm like 18 years old. Like, who is this clown? You know, but I had always just had this and I was fucking wasted too. At the, so it's like <laughs> you had those two factors. I just didn't give a fuck. I was just cruising around chasing chicks with snowboarding on the side, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, if you notice, my career was always like because I got kicked out of Mount Hood. So I got banned from there and me and Peter 
And so I had a snowboard in the summer, so I started going to Australia. But I was, like, stoked because it was close to Sydney and Melbourne. And I'm like, yo, you the fucking hottest chicks down there. And, like, yeah, I mean, that's my whole career. I go through it. And I'm like, yo, I'd go to Whistler because of the chicks over there. It's all came down to chicks, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I never got any because I was always too wasted. I was always too weird about getting wasted. <laughs> And you were three years in the snowboarding. They just threw you on trips with the big dogs. Yeah, I mean, team. yeah, I mean, yeah, I was stoked because I was like, yeah, I, I made it. I get to go on the like the fucking the pro trip, dude, to Mexico. And then, oh, yeah, dude, that's where it all started. I, I'd never drink in a really. They used to call me Smokeless Wonder because I'd never gone out to eat or anything before that. And like, I, they'd take me out to dinner. I didn't know how to like order food. I'm like, what's this? What's this? Like rough and all that. I'm like, that's rough. <laughs> he used to call me Smokeless Wonder. But then when we go to Mexico. I just remember being in like senior frogs, man, and <laughs> and drinking Corona. And like after three, I just remember like I got up and I I was with Peter, and I was like, I don't know, dude. It was uphill ever. Well, I guess uphill down here, depending on how you look at it. But yeah, it was nuts, man. I fell in love with the drink. This my, was like your first time drinking. First time ever. So how drinking. old? Seventeen. Seventeen years old. Yeah, because I in was Mexico. A, in Mexico with the forum team. With they used to bring the, the whole crew out. The whole crew. Trips, that's right? where like have the whole like in house and everyone like there was probably like forty people. You know. Oh wow. And of course they timed it to when it's like spring break time. So I'm like literally this kid fresh off the boat, like nice little Mormon kid. No, just joking. But I wasn't that nice. But. <clears throat> Go to the pool parties, and there's, like, dudes eating out chicks on the food. It was, like, straight up out of the fucking movies, dude. I was like, what the fuck is going on here, man? Well, this is a perfect segue for a guest question from none other than Steve Ruff. Here we go. Mm-hmm. What up, Bombhole? Steve Ruff here. Longtime friend of Nate's and his old TM at Forum. <laughs> Nate, we were known back in the day for having some pretty wild trips, <laughs> whether it was our Euro tours or the Mexico team trips. Why don't you tell everyone what it was like for you being raised the way you were and then experiencing those kind of trips and how next level they were. Maybe you're talking about oh Puerto Vallarta and the first phone party you went to. Oh, what, right, dude? Everyone. On the phone party, dude. He called it out right there, dude. He knows, man. Oh, wow. Dude, I mean, I pretty much already answered this question, dude. I felt my first titties at the phone party, dude. It's just like, I just this kid going like this to this chick and there's foam everywhere. And I'm, I'm like, oh, man. So what is a phone party? Just for the- Dude, I didn't know either. The next thing you know, you're at this club and then it's just filled up with foam. And it's just, it's like you're in a big like fucking soap, bathtub. Soap foam? Like soap stuff? suds. Okay, like, you know when yeah. you're in a bathtub and the mm-hmm. suds come up? Like somehow they have that just in the club and it's just everyone's like naked <laughs> i don't know it blew my mind but i was stuck but everyone just rip, ripping their clothes well, off yeah, all, the, all the chicks are in bikinis anyways because yeah. it's mexico you know and then i mean once I the soap starts flying. once the soap starts flying i mean that's what dude it blew my mind and i was like and they're pierced tits too and i was like remember going like i was like wow man that was fucking nuts dude <laughs> love that yeah, was, yeah I, that's to bring back some memories rough what up player <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there was a phone party that started off. Then it was the oh man, uh, yeah, that's a, you could write a whole book on that. It's fucking weak, dude. <laughs> I oh bet my Mexico, God. right? But yeah, he that's rad. He nailed it, dude. He totally knew what I was talking about before. Dude, he even said that's it. such a bizarre arc of 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 a life change for you. If you look, you grew up like not with a lot of money. Next thing you know, you're like you're two years into snowboarding. All of a sudden, you're on you're the form eight and a half. You're like the, yeah, the next. I, I didn't really get it either. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the next, it's like I didn't realize until like Travis Rice's video. It was like the number one selling movie or something. And I was like, 
how the fuck do I go to like Bulgaria or like the middle of Greece? And I'm like, yes, no one knows who I am. And then some dude just swims up to me on my little thing while I'm drinking. And I'm like, God damn it. Like that movie, like pretty much put me on the map. And I was like, I wasn't ready for it at all. And I think that's kind of why I hit the bottle a little bit heavy at the end. You know what I mean? But at first it was cool, but yeah, man, I wasn't ready for it. That's for sure. Like straight up. And there's no way I was ready for it. So I'm I'm super curious about like talent, right? Because you, everybody I talked to, and even watching you skate, you know, in Salt Lake back in the day and snowboard, like, you know, people refer to you as probably one of the most talented people to ever touch a snowboard and, and a skateboard, for that matter. Now, what does that make you feel like when people people say like, "Oh, you're you're the one of the most talented"? Do you agree with that, or you? What is that? Sound like I mean, yes and no. I mean, like, I, you know, when you skate, you know what you got and tricks and stuff, you know, but I knew like, okay, so I grew up and I was always, I was always this cocky little prick, you know, because <laughs> I was always really good at everything and it pissed my brother off, you know, and it kind of, we had beef over it. So my mom from like, I remember, cause I used to ski a lot too. So it's not like I just hopped on snow. Like I was a skier before, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> Yeah, and she had to talk like, Nate, you need to not be so cocky. Like, I had such, this is like at like 10 years old, you know? And fucking, and it's, I don't know, it's just always come natural to me. So I get it. Like, it makes me feel good. Like, hell yeah, you know? But at the same time, I'm a little like, you know, I got more pinky, in my, I got more talent in my pinky than like 99% of the world, you know? That doesn't mean that I have it. I have to use it and prove it to you, you know what well, I mean? But I know I have it, you well, know, I know what I could do and see it. So I have a question because it almost seems to me when you look at like your life, that your snowboarding and skating was is easy as fuck for you, but life yep. appeared to be kind of hard, <laughs> right? Would you nailed it? Is that nailed you, it. is that true? Like like hundred percent. When, when you're on a snowboard, life's easy. When you're not, life's hard. It dude, it feels right when I'm when I'm sitting sideways, like surfing, skating, snowboarding. It's just like this is what I'm here. You know what I mean? Like I lose touch with everything. It's just like I'm just you know have fun with it. You know, it's like this is what got me out of a lot of shit. But that's half the reason why I was always in trouble because. I would only go out and film for like three weeks or like a month and then I'd be like dip and start go surfing. They're like, why is Nate and fucking Cali surfing right now? It's the middle of January. And it's because I knew what shots I got, you know, and it wasn't, I, I was never the dude that like, I need to get last part or I need to do this, you know, I just wanted to like be known kind of like, you know, for some skills and like, yeah, I don't know. That's why. So that's why you only see my, my parts are always so short because I, I got like some bangers and I was like, word, I don't need to like fucking go kill myself. I'd rather go, you know, cause my life didn't always revolve around snowboarding, you know, it kind of, snowboarding just kind of happened. So I, I kind of look back at it. I'm like, yeah, it was my ticket to go travel the world and chase pussy around and I can pretend that I snowboard on the side, but no, it was like, all right. I just totally lost track of what I was saying. <laughs> no, you just used it yeah. as a means to, to do what you want and have fun. It wasn't hard for you, it seems like. But life, um, when you get off the thing, it's still to this day. It's like, that's the hard part, straight up. You know what I mean? Like, life's hard, especially if you want to keep trying to, do like, like, even, like, dating girls or whatever, like, they never get it. They're like, I will put snowboarding and skating before any of you or anything. Like, I don't care if I'm, like, I kind of, when I chose to do it, I'm like, I'm never going to make money doing this shit, but I'm going to do it for life. You know, like, I want to be a ski bum, like, six years old. Like, the dude living, like, I, that's, was, like, good, like, a good thing for me. And, like, people are, like, like, all my exes <laughs> were, like, yo, when are you going to get a real job? When are you going to do something like this or do this? And I'm, like, whatever, dude. Like, I'm going to be a fucking ski bum. Like, that is, like, the high, a high end of my goals. So, it's, like, that's, like, low end for some people. But for me, like, that's fucking killing it in life. Like, mm -hmm. skiing, shredding every day, doing whatever, you know. So, 
And that's another reason why I chose snowboarding too, is because I fell in love with the mountain. Like I love the mountains more than anything, you know? And it's like when you grow up in a city or like by the ocean, I've noticed people kind of do the opposites of what they grow up at, you know? So yeah, I just love the mountains more than anything, dude. It's like, and being snowboarding in the, in nature and shit, that's just the best, dude. And it's like, save my life before, save my life again, you know? Mm -hmm. So, well, I'll tell you this, the snowboard community fucking loves you. And well, uh, I love them right back. And, and dude, you're <laughs> so requested. Like we talked to a lot of the people that snowboard and stuff on the show and, yeah, it's fuck like, Tom Brady, dude. He <laughs> stole my wife, Giselle, dude. <laughs> Just give Tom Brady a quick air horn. Let's go. What, back. dude? He, but, this uh, guy loves Tom uh, Brady. Oh, does he? I, I don't mind him, dude. He's got a hot wife, so I got to give him respect, dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Nate, did you actually grow up Mormon? Yeah, I grew up Mormon. Okay. But my, so the thing was, is like, my mom was like a Mormon from Idaho, and like, she was really like kind of by the book, and my dad's a surfer from Malibu. And he was like hippie dude, so he really didn't care. So I had like it wasn't like a strict Mormon type thing, you know. It was like a little bit of both worlds. It was a little bit of both worlds, and then I I I quit doing that shit when, pretty much when I'm like, yo, dude, you had seventy wives, dog, and then I like fingered some chick, and I had to like, so this is and <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna go to hell for you know for that when when y'all fucking have like seventy wives and like no player that don't make sense, and then. And when the, they said I couldn't skateboard on Sunday, you're like, no, that, that I ain't having that player. Like, we're going skateboarding, dude. Fuck this bullshit. It was just, like, I knew from a young age, like 11, 12, that it was a bunch of bullshit. But, you know, when you're young, you're kind of not forced to do it, but, you know, you kind of got to. Yeah, you got to go with your parents. You know? Dude. But I was, like, sitting out in the foyer with my dad and shit. You know, like, we weren't out there, like, front row in the in the, in the the foyer, you know? Like, we were outside, like, dinking around and... <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's fun, dude. But and I've been in New York a lot. It's like the Jewish. I, ha I have a lot of Jewish friends, like even Hasidic Jewish people. And it's like it'd be funny though because we'd sit there and we'd be talking or something. I'm like, you know what? You guys are going to hell, dude. You'd be like, what? You because I'll just play because you know every religion, every other religion is going to hell. So it's just fun to like play that game with with other people because <laughs> I'm like the opposite. Because I'm like I'm so. Mormon, dog. You're you're going to hell, dude. You're fucking. <laughs> But it's all a bunch of bullshit, but yeah. No, I 100% grow Mormon, dude. Why do you think I'm so fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Jesus. So, and then, uh, back in the day. <laughs> That's good. I mean, it makes perfect sense now, doesn't it, you know? Also, I the, got the horns on that one, baby. <laughs> let's let's think about this though. Like let's if you really want to break this down, like let's make sure let's let's make sure that you you can't drink, you can't drink caffeine, you can't smoke. Like if, if But they're all doing the same shit everyone else is doing, just yeah. pretending like they're not doing shit. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, you get them sure, alone. They own part of Coca-Cola, dude. They own part of everything, dude. But like like my uncle that I'm going to Idaho, shit, I probably shouldn't say this, but like he's like all super Mormon and stuff, but they grow fucking barley for the fucking alcohol companies. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what's, what are you doing, Doug? You know, so the Mormons I, are pretty good at making money is what it that's, seems that's, like. Right? Dude, that's what I'm saying. They're like, they're like the Jew, my Jewish homies out in New York, but they're like a little more sly about it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Not so like, right, like blunt about like, yo, I'm not going to share with you money. Like they're like, like a, say for like a Sean Neff, for instance, I had 10% Neff. I'm like, I'm sure he paid he paid out the church 10%, but I didn't get my 10%. You Ooh. know what I mean? So, like, what up now, player? 
Uh, shots fired, dude. I was waiting for that one. That one too. But going, going back to also the like the Mormon, like if you tell me not to do something, I'm gonna go fucking do it, right? Like, 100%. Like, like no, you can, Nate, you can't do any of this shit. You're like, oh, you don't want me to do it? Well, I'm, I'm actually gonna Sunday. Yeah. I'm going exactly, dude. Sunday. It's like don't look, you're gonna look. You yeah. know what I mean? It's 100%. it's a hundred percent one of those things. And then it's like you start skating and all that stuff, and you go fully against it. You know what I mean? But. I've never been ashamed of anything. It's like I've always had people are always like, do you have like 40 moms? I'm like, no, that was like before. And then that whole thing in itself is like why it is. I was like, what the fuck? Like, like it's just so fucked. Religions are fucked up, you know, but. Facts. Facts. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm so fucked up. I'm going to pivot and do another topic. And this is some snowboard nerd shit. Fakey that, pivot? Yeah, fakey <laughs> pivot. Exactly. <laughs> pivot fakey. So um, if I, if I. You know, people might get upset about this, but I feel like you were the first person to ever do a Cap 270 to regular. And I was. Right? Is that facts right there? Yeah, yeah. that is facts. And I was a, not the first, uh, the 5 Ollie front the, board and 5 But Jason Bump did a 5 in an old movie. Bump did. Bump did, yeah, Bump did. So he had, or it was a photo. So I, cause I remember I was like, are these cool? Like, can I get away with doing it? And mm-hmm. like... They're all like, no, like it wasn't cool. But I was like, well, I mean, might as well start doing it, you know? It's like, it's something to do. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, but the uh, cab, yeah, I was the first one to go cab 270 to front for sure. 100%. The front board and pull it back to regular. Yeah, and, and pretzel out too. Yep. Cab 270 and pretzel. I never got it on like a, a rail bigger than that. Well, now it's called what? The the boneyard or something. But oh, back, the bone zone? The bone zone. But back in the day, it was just a couple like little rails set up there. Mm-hmm. But I remember that's the only one I ever did it on. Oh, and the rail gardens, the double, the, the double set, yeah. But yeah, the 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 pretzel in pretzel out, that's fucking a backbreaker, dude. But it's so hard. But also, nolly front board, nolly front boards, yeah. Nobody has anybody done that before you. Not that I know of. I mean, maybe on accident or something, but no, because I I just kind of brought skates like what I like. Cause I in skating, I nolly like that's one mm-hmm. of my fortes in skating, nolly cricket grind, you know. So I was like, oh my. Like, why not try it, you know? Like, in my head, it was more of like a bunny hop because it doesn't feel like a nollie. It's just kind of like a bunny hop, but... <laughs> yeah. But, Is yeah. that the trick Lizard said he invented? Lizard did claim he invented the nollie front board as That's well. Right. Did he? Yeah. But he, dude, he you, might have, dude. No, you, I'm sure you did it before, Lizard, But see, right? but Lizard didn't get... He, dude, Lizard fucking killed it at snowboarding. He could have gone pro, and then I remember... I don't know if he'll deny it or this, but I remember something happened with him and Jeremy at the at the rail gardens, Jeremy yes. Jones, and like he's like kind of fronted on him, like yo, I did that or something. And like Lizard was so pissed, he's like fuck this, and I remember he's like I'm just skating now, and I'm and he moved to Cali and he became fucking Lizard King, dude. He talked about that on the show. Yeah, did we he? Had him on the oh show word, he talked about oh, that word. beef with Jeremy. Now him and Jeremy are boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh boys. word, hell yeah, fuck. So dude. while we're on this, might as well hit a guest question from the King. Here oh we go. what? Yep. I just followed What's up, him again. Bombhole people. It's Lizard King, a.k.a. Nate Bozong's good friend from back in the day. Oh, God. Um, yes, sir. I kind of had two <laughs> questions. Uh, Nate, do you remember when you used to live up the street from my parents' house? And I used to come up there, and I was a little kid, and I'd come smoke some weed. Can you just tell people about, like, goofing around and how we were snow skating and taking stuff out of your, your guys' house and just putting it in the backyard and ripping? And then uh, also, uh, could you tell the people about when you got kicked off of DC and what we did to the DC ring before we sent it back? Anyways, love you, dog. Hope you're good. Oh, love you, Peace lizard. Out. Oh man, I felt like he was almost on the phone. I wanted to start talking to him, dude. Mind you, he was—he actually, for the question, he painted Bozrek on his face or uh, bomb hole, and he did 
face tats. Did he? He did like yeah. marker face tats. Did he? Look no like way, you. dude. Yeah, in the video. You, I'll oh, show it to what? you after the show. Yo, have you ever seen the kids dress up like me in Halloween? Oh, yeah, yeah, you got that. Yo, what up? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. But, Such a good costume. Dope but, costume. <laughs> I killed it on that one on accident. But uh, <laughs> un- unintentionally killed it. But no. What, dude? We got the horns. Dude. I love that shit, dude. That fucking makes my day. But no, Lizard, dude, I did move up the street for him, and he was such a little rat, dude. Like, he didn't shower. Like, me and him were just such little pieces of shit, dude. And fucking, wow, a lot of our first, like, because we had hang out with Shane Justice and started, like, an Amador. Rest in peace, MDs and Justice, dude. And, Amador. Uh, this is, yeah, MDs. You remember MDs, mm-hmm. dude? And, yeah, we just started getting in trouble together, and we'd always be skating fucking, uh, what was it, Guthrie? Guthrie and I yep. beat him. I'd beat him in skate all day, dude. What up, lizard? And uh, <laughs> not anymore. But um, I think he's talking about the sugar hole. When I didn't live there, but my two boys lived there, and we called it the sugar hole because that's when everyone started getting into cocaine. And it was just like those were my friends that worked at the bar. Remember the bar? Fuck, what was it? Todd's? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yo, that. players, dude, the grimy is fucking. But yeah, that's when the our boy our boy was working over there and. Yeah, man, that was that's literally he's talking about snow skating all fucked up because we were that's when we started drinking and like the like Baker videos came out and like you know Greco and all that shit so everyone's like getting wasted we're like yeah dude fucking rage on and fucking wild times dude and I remember one time I wasted we went to that gap that's over by that park and Lizard wouldn't hit it and I did it first try in the fucking Muska ice block shoes dude mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's. What's bringing to mind right now? Part two of his question was, uh, what did you guys do the DC ring when you... Uh- oh, <laughs> those punks, dude. They t- <laughs> So what we did to the DC ring, long story short, is they tried to like, they're like, whatever, we had our beef. They left me on a hill up in Canada and I hi- hitchhiked back to Whistler. Like, either way, I should have got... <laughs> I can't even get into that shit, but we, we fucking painted the ring, the all diamond ring. We painted it all black and then... What were we doing with it? Fuck, we were doing something with it. I think we were trying to auction it off or something at Milo. Or but we definitely painted it black and then they wanted it back so we're like fuck it and we and like we did something else to it. Like just paint I think we like tried to knock out a couple diamonds before <laughs> you're just fucking it up before you gave it back. Yeah, 100%. Dude. I didn't yeah, know I they took pissed. those things back. After. Neither did I. I was like, yeah. dude, that's such a fucking that's so bad. They're all, they're going to give your ring to someone else or something. That's what I was like, dude, and I, I didn't even I wasn't even convinced it was real, dude. So it was like I almost threw it away. I wish I would have, but what I wish I would have was not fucking quit on the top of that mountaintop because i had a million dollar contract all i had to do is get a a, a a what a minute and a half in any video and then that's why we got in a fight because i was with that bots team manager and he's like blah, blah, and i was like fuck you and then long story comes out i had two video parts come out after that year and i had it was ended up being like over three minutes and but he was already fired. He got fired from leaving me on the hill up in Canada, and I got he stuck. He left in. you in Canada. No, he left me on top of the hill, or I left them on top of the hill. Remember what's the what's the with the snake the snake run you got? Rutherford go, or is it um, outside Callahan? Of, outside of Whistler, uh, they have the the one part where it's the like S shoot, an S, the S, the S shoot. Yeah. Yo. So we we're at the top of that past S shoot, and we got in a fight because they just signed me or something. And he's like, "Yo, hit this, hit that," and like Kale and all the fucking Wildcats were, weren't even out there because it was like the shittiest snow. And here you have this dude from SoCal, like, telling me how to snowboard, like, jump off this shit and kill myself. And I was like, fuck you. And so I literally was like, fuck you. 
and Nate Christensen was up there, so it was just us three. So there wasn't any other snowboarders there. I'm like, was there something wrong with this? Like, why am I the only one out here? Like, you guys fooled me type shit. So I said, fuck you, and snowmobiled down and left the, left the snowmobile there. And I remember hitchhiking. I thought I was like an hour outside of Whistler, but I guess I was like three hours outside of Whistler. Some dude in a hippie van picked me up. And I remember I just went into the hotel room, grabbed all my shit, and just went to the circle. And I was hanging out with the, what, LJ. LJ and Dan. And like, yeah, I was there all summer, dude. I got stuck up there until <laughs> Forrest Shear. That's how I became good friends with Forrest Shear. He's the one that gave me a ride out of Whistler. So you're just hanging in Whistler at the skate, the skate shop? Yeah, I would, just, I would just skate, sleep at the skate park. Fucking, I was just a like, high-class bum, you know? I've been like that since day one. <laughs> I'd like, well, people would know who I was snowboarding, so I'd go, so I drank a lot. And I'd go out to the bars, and people would be like, yo, let me buy you a drink. And here I am broke, and I'm like, everyone thinks I have money because I'm on the foreign team, but I was always like shoved up, shoveled under the rug, you know, like the amateur but not pro but whatever type shit so everyone thinks i made a money but i'm not so i was just out there like yo and so i just go with the flow like people would invite me over to the house to after parties i'd wake up on their couch and just i just that's how it was like all summer and pretty much my whole the last 20 years was like that you know <laughs> i'm 40 years old still couch surfing and i fucking love it they so put a one million dollar contract in front of you yeah, but I didn't give a fuck about money, dude. I don't right. care about money. Was that like, in a year or like a three? I had to, I had to get a, I had to get a one. Uh, so I was on like a probation contract because it was after form and everything. And uh, yeah, so my the whole thing was like, you know, it's a probation contract for a year, and then when the videos come out, if you have over a minute and a half, it's like over six, like a million dollars, like contract, like because you got to understand, like, I was the one that like headed, like started off their uh, clothing line, you know, because mm. they did boots, and everyone was already in the industry, kind of hating on them for like stealing all the form team. And then so I was like their main dude for the that launched their clothing line or the outerwear, whatever. And then um <clears throat> Yeah. But yeah, so I was I was I still was like a little I saw yeah, I'm still like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have fucked that one, but at the same time, like that's just how it rolls. So I like how when yeah, you're talking about how it happens. You you don't give a fuck about money because you I like your relationship the way you talk about money. Like I've heard you say like fuck you know getting a million dollars is the worst thing that ever it happened was 100 yeah. it was the worst thing that ever happened to me dude it was like are you kidding me like every the, the whole world chases pussy and money mm -hmm. and it's like you take those two things out it's like what what do you what do you like what do you want to do you know what i mean like I, I i luckily found skating and snowboarding and surfing so like that's what i do like money actually helps it but like i never had money doing it like we'd hike sneak on the brighton lift or like just hike up to the pipe me and mendenhall and just hike all day you know and like money helps and stuff but it, i always saw how it makes people like do evil things like money's the root of all evil you know like i don't know i just <laughs> i just hate it dude and like when i handed that money like i wish they would have like sent me to rehab or something instead you know but like you handed an alcoholic fucking kid fucking a couple million dollars what the fuck you think's gonna happen dude just fucking party on wayne dude we fucking got <laughs> lit dude <laughs> <laughs> I had an entourage, dude. It was straight like 50, like, you know, like the MC Hammer type shit. Yeah, we got the money, dude. I spent, what, $2 million in like a year and a half? <laughs> got stuck in Russia the last time. And so the fucking, I, I don't remember, I just remember getting in a fight with the chick, running down the hallway, her screaming bloody murder. And like when we got there, they're like, don't, sh don't go to that bar. Of course I went to that bar. I don't remember what happened. Like, I think I showed up like a day, two days later or something, but the dude saw me wandering down the street. And then my other Roman lawyer, what up, homie? He's from St. Petersburg, and he sent his boys over there. And I guess I was, like, in – they had to, like, carry me up or something like I was passed out in front of the hotel or something. But 
I go to leave. I was already two days late, and I go to leave, and, like, I had, like, what, 26 grand in my account. I was like, yeah, it's, like, gone. It was all gone. I had, like, negative 600. Like, so they totally swooped me that I got drugged or something. GHB. Geez, something. I don't know. I just remember, like, the hot chick closing the curtain, and then there's, like, I remember, like, kind of two big old dudes. Like, it feels like a dream. But yeah, that's def- an international scam. They bring you into an establishment, and the girls are in on it. The owners in on it. Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. They run your card and keep running it. Keep the running. bar runs it, so it's not like it's the uh, girl running it. Yeah, yeah. The bar runs your your shit. But yeah, you're dealing with the girl, so it's like a loop. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just well, you're all GHB in the corner. Just yeah, saying, man. Yes, they fuck yes. me they up, just dude. Run it, run it, the, run it. I remember coming to like kind of when I'm walking in the street. I'm like, where am I? And I'm like, fuck, I'm in Russia. I'm like, and I had to pee so bad, and I was like looking for spots to pee. Like, I remember this clear as day. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and I remember, fuck it, dude. I'm not fucking peeing in Russia because out of all the places I've traveled in my in my life with snowboarding and shit, like Colombia, everywhere, like Russia was the gnarliest place I ever been. But I remember just straight walking down the street peeing my pants because I'm like, dude, I'm not even gonna fucking go to a corner. And right after that happened, I have big pee stain down my pants in the hotel. I see the hotel, dude. But then something happened after that where they found me in the hotel room. So I don't know what happened, but I could, I went to leave. I couldn't leave because I had no money. The bank the bank had to fly me back, Chase. And then I, <laughs> so in order to get that money, I pulled out the Bozrek fucking shipping the money to ship all the boards from Europe. It was like the same amount of money, like twenty six grand or something. And the, <laughs> then the bank wouldn't give it me back. They're like, no, because you're spending habits. We think you just spend it. You know what I mean? I'm like, no fucking way, dude. And, like, I even, like, partied with the banker that I was with. Like, we were doing mad blow and shit, like, like a week before. <laughs> with a Chase employee? Yeah, and I walked in there. I'm like, no fucking way. You're, I'm like, yo, I'm going through you. I'm telling you, man. And they wouldn't reimburse you because of your spending. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and I the, know where the 26 grand went. <laughs> yeah, the guy you're partying with is like, huh. Oh, I mean, we He's all the know. the guy who did the, made I just the hope, I just hope I got my dick sucked or something. I have no, I don't remember any of it. But I don't you, think you did. I don't think sucks I did. the worst. Exactly, dude. It's fucking, and this dude. was after you already spent the two mil? Well, that was the end of it. That was the last 20. That was the last 20 grand because I had to tap into Bozrek. The beginning, though, when you did get that money. Oh, that was fun because i remember you hit me up like <laughs> first of all nobody in nobody in utah surrounding nate bought a drink for no. about a year no one around me anywhere i went bought a drink or dude. or, or drugs, drugs. <laughs> you would give personal bindles to dude i used friends. to think of myself as like the mother mary of coke like, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would buy out the dealer and just so, and just so no one oh, of my friends could buy it yeah. and i'd be like yo here you, here you go yeah here you, you go. handed out bindles the mother go. mary <laughs> well, it was like fuck dude like why do you always have to be charity of like food and like, yeah. you know good stuff? Like why can't like <laughs> the homies love that? <laughs> yeah, I mean it is a form of charity. I will give you that. It's a form so of you know, I just I thought that was pretty nice of me. You That's know? very <laughs> nice of you. And so you had this. Now I'm like fucking ding dong, but I'm like you know it was cool. You had this entourage of new friends, but it wasn't it wasn't like new. Well, okay, They're it was all it, was, it was half new, half half like old, but the all. But I was already on a program where I already owed everyone drinks, so I, uh, I felt true, like it was true. just, you know, because I was rolled around broke. Like, I was the least person that should have got a million dollars. Like, <laughs> I thought I was going to be homeless before I got a million. And next thing you know, I ha- I'm like, dude, everyone. I remember, yeah, I was in Hollywood, and I was, I go over to Simon's house, and he's like, dude. He, Simon, he, Re- Simon Rex. Simon Rex, Simon Rex yeah. Rex, and, yep. you know, and he's like, dude, he tells the story so funny because he's like, dude, you were acting so weird for like an hour. And then he's like, he's like, you just looked up at me, and you're like, Simon. 
I got a couple million in my bank account. Let's go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said right after you I got Let's go to Miami. And we bought. I bought us both two uh, first class tickets to Miami. I I we went out one night. And I met this chick, and I I had I didn't see him for like a year, dude. I ended up moving to like New York after that. Fucking. Yeah, man, it was wild, dude. So you get two million dollars so, deposited into your bank account. What's that like? It was it was in like three deposits. Or the first one, it was like eight hundred grand, and then it was like four hundred grand. So at one point, I did have over a million dollars in my account. I didn't know that that that's rare, kind of. But <laughs> I I never thought about money like that. You know, I never yeah. in a million years thought I would have a million dollars, like ever. Especially being like a snowboarder, skater kid. Are you kidding me? Like we're like the grimiest of all grimes, you know. Well, let's run it back because I don't know if everybody knows how we got there. So, yeah. you know, let's just let's let's back it up. We don't give a shit if we go in chronological order. It goes oh, where we it love goes. to jump around. But, um, you know, I, I kind of want to like talk about that arc because you're on forum. You know, there's you, there's a bunch of iconic videos. Destroyer comes out, Pulse, The Resistance, True Life. You know, all these are kind of the glory days of snowboard videos where you're just fucking King Kong. And uh, I was kind of curious before we move on is. How are those premiere tours for, like, True Life and stuff? Fucking wild, dude. Like Ruff said, dude. He's like, growing up how I grew up, I was like, didn't go out and eat and all that stuff. So I got thrown into, like, it was literally, like, straight up, like, some rock star shit. Like, everywhere we flew into, there was, like, the distributor picking us up. And then it was, like, I never saw it after that. You know what I mean? Like, we'd show up in places were just, like, packed, like, fucking, like, huge theaters, dude. And we, like, it was nuts. And I was just, like, this little, like, I just started my drinking career. So I was like, woo and it, it was not so, dude. But it was like nonstop, like for a while. And I was always a kid that, like, everyone didn't really want to go anywhere. And I was like, I didn't fly before snowboarding, so I was like, dude, send me. I was a kid they would just send to like the foreign countries because everyone usually had a girlfriend or something, you know. So I would just go get stuck in some country, and it was it was it was wild, man. Because I would usually go with the team, and then they would all like, you know, we'd do our deal, whatever, snowboard and shit, but. They would always be like in like go go to sleep early and stuff, and I'm like, yo, I'm going out, dude. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be back here, like New Zealand or something. So I'd go out solo all the time and just meet kids, you know, because they'd be like, oh Nate, what up? And I'd be like, yo, what up? Let's party, dude. And fucking, you know, they the team wouldn't see me for like a week. They're like, where Nate go? Fucking <laughs> just disappear. <laughs> like <laughs> that happened in DC on in Chile, dude, with Whitlake. If I I showed up like two days later. <laughs> <It was> fucking <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, all those tours were wild, man. Like that's like I was not expecting any of that, and I like, I don't know if that really happens anymore these days. Like a premiere on that level, people yeah. go on tours, but it's so like you know, your guys premiere. Like last time I saw you, your guys premiere. Like times that like there was probably like the four times the size of the theaters, but like everyone would be like packed in, and then. It was just nuts, dude. Maybe it wasn't that nuts. No, it was no, nuts. Was that it was nuts. Well, you got to think about the, the landscape of the videos at that time because, you know, there's basically like four four major yeah. videos total. You know, you have like Dogger, you have Whitey, uh, Whitey and maybe a, a couple others. You have like the TV yeah, standard, and that, that's and it. If you're, if you're in one of these three videos, and Forum was, I hate to say it, but it was the it fucking was new top exciting, of the top of the new top exciting of the totem stuff board. with the biggest marketing. Yeah, yeah it was with it the was coolest team with the shittiest boards. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired! Booyah! <laughs> I, I swear, Burton Bottom. I I mentioned that to him. I'm like, when are you guys gonna release Forum shit? I know you guys are holding that footage of all that stuff because Rough they took all the footage when they bought Forum. Oh really? Boom. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, we should we should do something with that, and they just mm -hmm. kind of uh, turn a blind eye. What up, George? <laughs> Thank that you is, for being a Patreon. That is it. I love you, George. Hey, what up? Shout out to Burn. Those are my boys, dude. I'll get you. I'll get a tattoo if you guys pay for it. 
<laughs> Dude, well, those are the glory days, though. Honestly, like those those were my favorite things still well, to this day to watch. Well, like you were saying, there was it wasn't so like not now that it's saturated, but like remember how hard it was to like get footage out or like even to film something. So like every year you'd have to wait all year to see like what was what was the new style or what was the new trick or you know what I mean like. And nowadays it's like happens instantly, so it's crazy. I don't know how they do it these days, but also around this time, as me as a kid consuming these videos, uh, it's basically like, oh shit, Nate. Bozong just did the first ever cab 270 back to regular. Oh shit! Like these guys are doing new tricks that you haven't I, seen. I did have the first all rail part too. Yeah, I almost got dude. fired for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were the first person I saw do a back lip, and I remember like you did this back lip in Pulse, and you do a back lip at the Jib Fest, and I remember being like, "Oh fuck! Like that's a back lip." Was it the switch back lip at the Niagara contest? No, I do remember that. Yeah. You also had a switch back lip in True Life on the Sea Rail too. Oh yeah, cheap. that's right. Yeah, that summit. Yeah, that's yep. right. Yep. Yeah. But see, yeah, see, that's the thing. Our generation just studied VHS tapes and yeah. DVDs, like, bing, 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 like. So let's talk about the Niagara contest, though. Yeah, I should have won all three events, dude. Red Bull Heavy Metal. Yeah, oh, first it's Heavy Metal. Yeah, it was we won Lucas. I won. So they had three. Was that a different one. No, three way. Nah. This is the first ever it's one like that Seth they had. Hewitt. Uh, the, the Seth Hewitt won one. I won one, and then Scotty Arnold. Arnold won the oh, big one. Yeah. Okay. I personally felt that I should have won all three, but. <laughs> <laughs> And I was kind of actually pissed, but at the same time, I was like, well, I won one, and that's why, like, one's good enough for me, so I, that's why I never really did contests, you know? It's like, I don't need to, like, prove myself, but it was fun going, because I remember leaving with twos, and that's the whole reason I went out to go do the contest, so I could go party in New York with twos, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it was great. It was you won nice. 20 racks? No, 10. 10, okay. I won yeah, 10 racks. Well, this is actually, we've been talking about some snowboard nerd shit, so... Uh, I think it's a perfect segue for a little segment we call Name That Video part of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> word, dude. Name That Video part is presented by the Icon Pass. Now, it's going to be a great winner, buds. It is. It doesn't matter your ability level, your skill level. There's a pass for everybody at the Icon Pass. Now, where can you use one of these hogs? You can use it at 45 different destinations worldwide, five different continents, nine countries, and 15 states. That is, uh, that's a lot of places, buds. It is. And, and uh, 499 is a hell of a deal compared to buying single lift tickets these days. That's the adult pass price. That is the adult pass price. And if you can pick up one of these guys, go to iconpass.com. Get yourself the season's pass. You know it's going to be a great winner. You're going to be missing out if you don't. Again, iconpass.com. Pick up a new pass. We'll have the link in our bio and our description. All right, Nate. So for Name That Video Part, what we do is we take videos yeah. and we play a little snippet of the song. And if you know the the part, say it. So it's kind of some snowboard nerd shit, some nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'm going to see if you know. What's your confidence level? Zero through ten. Ten. Love it. Ah, I'm a snowboard nerd. I so think that's bad our first skater. ten, dude. I Kay. almost said 11, dude. All right, here we I go. I better get this right. <laughs> Terry Hogginson up in the ante. It's, no, it's, it's no, a montage. Noah Selaznik oh, starts it off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it's a montage. Oh, it's up in the ante. He's right. Well, that, is, that's correct. It is up in the ante, though. Yeah, it's up oh, in the ante. Fuck, dude. Damn, I, I, the fact that you know that is it was a mon mucho mon respect. Montage yeah. part. It's 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 Noah Slaznik. Oh, okay. But doesn't yeah. it doesn't it end with like Terry doing a rail yeah. and it says snowboarding sucks or handrails suck if you have to buy your boards? Yeah. Doesn't it end with that? that uh, I'm or, not, 
unconfirmed. Yeah. Unconfirmed. I kind of breezed through. Sounds like he knows. I watched. Uh, yeah, Noah Slastnik starts movie. it off. Yeah, yeah. the Noah Slastnik, and he's doing the ollies off the, the little back balls. Back shifties. Yep. It's so good. Up in the ante, if you haven't watched it, incredible video. Uh, and you got yourself a prize pack for getting that correct. Uh, Are you serious? Bomb merch. We got merch. We got a bomb hole cooler. What's up with this? Bombhole.com. Opens from the top. There's a little button on top. See Yo, that? Yo, this will go right good with my camping swag, dude. Oh, yeah. You guys got to see Nate Dog's Jeep. Oh, dude. No way. Now I can put stickers all over it. Yo, see? It was meant to be that I took the hat off, dude. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> Players Club. Look at that plug, baby. <laughs> Damn. If anything, I know how to plug shit. Hat wow. is available at bombhole.com. All this merch. That looks really good on Look you. Look at that. Bombhole.com. Head on over to the store. I'm going to put a little paint on it and resell it. <laughs> yeah, sell it for 5X. The 5X, price. dude. I knew you want the tote. I feel like that's your dude, kind. Dude, of... 100%, dude. I feel like you're a tote guy. Are I am a tote guy, dude. Totes. <laughs> totes on the tote, dude. <laughs> totes on the tote. Totes, dude. Oh, dude, thank you guys. Dude. Well, thank myself for answering that question. Yeah, you right. want... <laughs> Yo, but now I'm curious about if, if does Terry end that section? We'll, have, we'll check that out. We'll piece oh that. man, dude, do you guys care if I butter the like if I no, fuck them up? And I no, just do your, do your thing. Just, see how I, I just add a stripe and add patches, oh, yeah. little paint. Yo, yep. I'm gonna fuck these up. Do your thing, son. Yo, I just got. I needed some new fabric, dude. Thanks for coming on the show, Bombhole Crew. What? You guys better sign this for me. Oh, yeah. Can you guys sign this for me? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, dude. Uh. So, Nate, we have, uh, for our listeners, we do a name that video part. This is for the people that are watching. Okay. So you don't guess this one. Okay. And uh, if they know which video part it is, comment on our Instagram on Nate's picture when this comes out. So here we go. I feel like I, that sounds familiar. Oh, you got air freshener too? Yeah, Stony yeah. Buds. <laughs> I'm, I'm Sick, on dude. Let, so when we say let's talk cheddar biscuits, that's like we we always talk about money. Talking about money. Show, so cheddar, oh, word. Cheddar, cheddar biscuits. biscuits. You know, in New York, they call it guns biscuits. Oh, yes, they do. True. Yeah. I've, heard I've that. also heard uh, like painkillers called biscuits, like really? Norco really? or something. Yeah. Really? I never but was into the pain pills. Yeah, so I don't myself know. either. All right, Nate Dog, I want to kind of dive back into uh, some of the, the transition from Forum. Like, what, what happened? How come you ended up not riding for Forum anymore? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> former against him. <laughs> that, that laugh was uh, yeah, yeah. sneaky. Uh, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I guess I wasn't. I guess I wasn't doing enough, you know. And I was smoking. I started smoking weed, and I was getting in high times. And then I, I back then, that's bad publicity, I guess. So, don't you, you have know? some shit like all publicity is good publicity? Hell yeah, hundred percent. Actually, negative publicity is more likely better than. People just want to see negative shit. You know what I mean? Like when I got arrested with the standoff, I was like laughing in jail. I was like, yo, put me right back in the market, dude. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back, I'm back dude. <laughs> Fucking back. I'm on some cowboy shit, dude. Doc Holiday, dude. What up? <laughs> so you're claiming negative publicity is better than positive. hundred percent. Okay, that's good. I mean, I like look that. at rap and everything, dude. They're not like I always said, like, you're not gonna sell anything bumping Bibles. Mm -hmm. Well, but then again, there people make a lot of money doing that. But. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> well, they used to, in rap they say beef sells records. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think it's fake even just to mm -hmm. just yeah. to pump up the album release. I mean, a lot of the times on my Instagram, it's like I kind of just beef it up a little bit because I kind of try and make it like a soap opera a lot of the mm. times. You know, like like I had and when I was in New York, when I had to like think about something sad to make myself cry to fucking. Nah, we won't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe everything you read or see. I'll just put it that way. 
Basically, good. you're making yourself cry so you can film it and get. I was working on my acting skills, yeah, dude. Right. Depending on how you look at it, dude. You know, what if I end up in Hollywood one day? I need to work on my acting skills. Dude, you'd be. That's great never gonna you'd, happen. You'd though. be great in a movie. <laughs> so I can't do it. I freeze up, dude. I've I've tried. I can't get in front of cameras anymore, dude. I don't like it. Well, you're in front of uh, about five of them right now. They're not there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they disappear quick. They are not there. That's yeah. why I'm like, <laughs> we're just having a good old conversation That's with the boys, it. dude. Good yeah, we are. conversation with the boys. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you, so you weren't doing enough on forum, and then you ended up started writing Bozrek boards right away? Or you know that was Tech no, Nine. Tech no, Nine I started writing for Tech oh, Nine yeah. and DC. Yeah, Tech and then yeah, my bad. Yeah, it was Tech Nine DC, and then. We had I had a good little run with you guys like a year year I two. I think we helped you get home from Canada. We yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, yes, you did. Yeah, and you, actually, you helped me get home from Australia too. Australia yeah. too. Yeah, because I remember that money you sent got my uh, the friend this girl that I was staying at. It got her in trouble. I guess like six months later, like so they had like the I Australian IRS. Oh really? Come through. They're like, what? Who's paying? Who's this American company paying you? And whoops! I wasn't allowed to stay at her house anymore when I went back. But <laughs> no, we had a good run. It was Tech Nine DC. And I did that for a little bit. The Tech and then, Nine graphic with the Rasta was iconic. Yeah, yes. man, that was fun, dude. Like that was fun. And I've seen I've seen a couple other like snowboard companies try and like do I've the same too, kind of yeah. pattern. I'm like, oh, it hasn't been that long yet, boys. I'm still alive. I'm no. still <laughs> alive here. Not, and the people still talk about that graphic. Yeah. Well, I mean, because then I just like stripes, and I just wanted everything at that point was all like like crazy graphics, and I was just like, yo, what's what's like basic that would pop out, you know? And I, I don't know. Me and Domin actually came up with the graphic. Like oh, I, I Domin. Domin, what up, Domin? That was some of the easiest uh, graphic yeah. design money Domin's ever got. Yeah, Just right. Like sitting I, down with you. And I should put, put three stripes. Right? I showed it with, like, with a sweet. piece of paper, and it, all the snowboards had three stripes. And then he's like, he put it in the computer, and I remember Cole going like. We did one, and he's like, he called me back for colors, and then we put the colors, and he's like, well, do you want them? Do you want the lines crooked or straight? And I'm like, no, nah, I want them crooked. And like me and Doman were just like ah, laughing. Where is Doman, by the way? He's, he's around. around. Is he yeah, around? He's killing it. Killing it. Yeah. Fuck, dude, I'm out of the loop, man. Doman, what up, dude? I want to hang out. He's done. He's helped us with some. He made some the bomb hole, the original logo, the one really? behind Stone. That yeah. he made that one, Dave. Really? Doman. Oh, what? Doman's yeah. crushing it. He's doing great. I like it how it's kind of made it look like a. B oh, duh. I just made sense. I'm like, it looks like a bomb, and it's the bomb <laughs> hole. <laughs> The camera looks like a bomb. <laughs> Saw the logic go through <laughs> out loud. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. That, yeah, what up, Domin, dude? I love you. What happened to the SFK videos? or the? Um, They're around. What's the one that Two's had in his whip that he never took out? Was it an... I don't know. It was a video? Yeah, it was a video. He always had a little screen. The, yeah, the SFK video. Yeah, it was the second one, I think. SFK2. SFK2, yeah. Mm -hmm. There was only like five copies ever mm -hmm. made, but yeah. They only made five copies. Oh, wow. I've been out of Utah a long time. I have a lot of friends out here, dude. Fucking yeah, you do. You do. Good you came back through. I'm very happy I came back through and got to hang out to you guys. I was, I was like, kind of nervous to do it. Or I was like, eh, I'm old. I don't, you know, I don't need to, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, this is my life. This is what I do. Yeah, so I might as well, time. you know, it's perfect time. Like, yeah. like you were saying outside, we we're talking about angels and stuff. I'm yep. like, so this line, I think my mom or something lined this up. Or, you know what I mean? Totally. Or Simon, too, dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah, talking about SFK. Yeah, man. Definitely, uh, Out of good, order good. a little bit. Your mom recently passed away. Yeah, she passed like six, seven months ago. So Sorry, dog. That sucks. was probably nine months ago. It, yeah, it sucks, but at the same time, it's like you you see him at the end and like the pain and stuff, and you, it's like, dude, you, like, yeah, it's gnarly, dude. She it's, had cancer, right? Yeah, she yeah. died of breast My cancer. My sister recently passed. I mentioned on the yeah. show with cancer. It's, it's horrible. It's, it's, it's horrible, man. Yeah. It's like it's just... 
Yeah, it's horrible, dude. And your mom was dope. She was my best friend. Yeah. I remember super we would chat with her <laughs> yeah. back when the tech nine Yeah, no, she was, she was, yeah, she was there. She was definitely, she's, cause I was always in somewhere around the world, you know, and it was like, she was she, always she, looking out for she you. She was the one like kind of intermediating things, like, oh no, he's here and here, cause I didn't really like to talk to, you got me leaking a little bit. I gotta put my shades That's back on. That's all right, right. That's all right, man. That's real shit. But, um, yeah, no, my mom was my best friend, so, yeah. That's sick, man. It sucks that, uh, that she passed. It's tough at the end, but she was there for you. I remember she was even helping negotiate contracts. Yeah. <laughs> Cole and her. Imagine she her and Cole Taylor on the phone. She, <laughs> she, she had no idea what she was doing either. So it was it was the greatest. Dude. She was the best. Like she she started to collect all my like uh, video or like uh, clippings out of magazines, but like she she like photocopied them all black and white. And I was like, Mom, you couldn't. She's like, I didn't have enough for color. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all my all my magazine clippings that I had in magazines are just black and white, like a photocopy. I'm like, man, they were so cool, but uh, I'll take it. You know. <laughs> I'll take it black and white, but is that uh, the only copy heart. of all your coverage? You got? I mean, I think I think um, I saved every magazine and stuff, Sick. and there's like piles. But I think my I think my cousin has them in Idaho. Awesome, because I, I would put my stuff in like safe spot, like you know, because I uh, like I mean I still have like clothes, like I leave shit everywhere I go because it was like if I have something I didn't pay for, there was always around I was always around kids that, that didn't have the stuff, so I was like every take everything I got, I don't need it. I'll get more when I get home, you know. Like every time I flew back from one of those countries. I only had a scarf because it's the one thing I want to give away was my scarves. I like have a thing with scarves, but like, every time it's customs, they're like, "Why do you only have a scarf? Dude? You were there for like a year." <laughs> <laughs> just leave everything. Yeah, to the I'm kids. just like, dude, I gave it all away, man. Like, I, you know, and I'd go down because, dude, they loved me, and even before all the face tattoos, dude, I was getting thrown into customs every fucking time I flew. Some like, people just get that. Huh? Yeah, they just get it. Now it actually, I fly. Well, I don't fly anymore because I'm like red listed, but. And for a while there, it, was, it worked even better. I would be like, what, you think I'm going to try and tr- travel with anything, looking how I look? You know, it worked every time, you know, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, you know, that's kind of true. You know, it's an incredible testament to what you kind of just said about leaving your stuff. Um, Rigo was behind you uh, on the way here, and he basically said he, he saw you, like, lean out the, the window and hand, uh, hand a homeless guy some oh, money. Oh, you saw that? And, Yo, player, and, that's what's up, dude. So it's, but you, you know, you're you. We're talking. It's not like financially you're made of money right now. No, but I, I, I looked at that dude, and I'm, dude, I have four dollars in my account right now. I don't give a fuck. But I'm like, yo, this dude needs it more than I do. So I'm planning on this dude's gonna send me a hundred bucks later. But that's how I roll, dude. It's like it just works out. I don't worry about it. Somehow it'll work out. The less you but worry, I, I hooked, it happens. But huh? I always try and hook up. Dude, he just looked bummed and like he looked at me and I kind of, I felt bad the way I kind of turned away from him real fast, to be honest. And so I'm like, dude, I'm not that big of a dick. And I'm like, I kind of was like, yo, I got a bunch of change. Like, you know, I'm not going to give him my last $4, but I have some, I probably gave him $4 and quarters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, my mom was always like that. You know, she was always like, we never had money, but she was always like buy the homeless dude at the beach, like at lunch or mm-hmm. something. Or, so it's actually that's crazy that you saw that because but I, I i i thought about it i was like should i be a dick and i'm like I, i'm trying to be a better person so i was like you know pink yeah hand it to him he's stuck and he's like yo sorry it's not a lot but you can at least buy i know you can at least buy a fifth of the cheap whiskey or whatever you want to buy <laughs> well, it's that expensive hopefully food, but whatever <laughs> yeah What's crazy is that means so much more knowing you only have four dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! But it, I know that it's always going to come around because, like, when I say like I don't like money, I really don't. Like I've always kind of because I like not like relying on the good gracious of others, but it's like you know it puts you in this where you're not a threat, you're not like anything. You're just people kind of look down on you a little bit, and 
I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> when you had two mil in the account, I hated it, dude. Was hated it, it? Did you feel like people were out trying to get you or trying well, to get you? To do I knew stuff they were out to get me, so I just I knew that it was. I, I mean, you've seen the videos of all rock stars and everything. It's like the same story, you know. As soon as you start partying, there's only a couple routes that you're gonna go. You're gonna die or end up in prison. Like you get a lot of money. You're going to either save it and be Jewish with it, or you're going to go out party or I don't know. But I always told myself, if I make a million dollars, I never thought I would. But I was like, me and my crew are going to fucking get wasted and do fucking like go all out. And I fucking did it. You know what I mean? And now I'm the only person I know that's done it and kept my word. So like, whatever. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yes. You were true to your word. Yeah. And plus, I was kind of that was like I felt I was kind of spiteful with that money. I was like, I kind of felt like, you know. Those guys were like my family and shit. And so it, like, it kind of hurt me that they did that. So I was like, you know what? I don't want their money. So I'm going to like well, let's, let's spread the wealth. Yeah. Let's you back know? it up a little bit to explain exactly what happened. So you're, you're riding for Forum Special Blend and you basically, that they contracted everything on your body. Well, so what happened was, so technically I'm not allowed to talk about the company, but I can talk about them personally. I decided loopholes. I'm all about loopholes. But okay. nice. either, way, either way, it was the Forum premiere, um, True Life. True Life with the second video. No, it was Resistance. It was the first one. It came out in two thousand, right? Yeah. Resistance two thousand, and it was a it was a video premiere at UVSC, and uh, I just was in town and I went and so he, Sean had a hot sister, <laughs> and I kn- I realized later that he Sean sent Neff, Sean. Talking. I'm talking about Sean now. So I started uh, Neff Headwear with Joe and Sean Neff. So uh, Joe's his father. Joe's his father. Yeah. So either way, I met. I it all started through his sister Jenny. And she came up and gave me a Neff sticker, and they're like, oh, I'm a company, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you're used to hearing it. You get let it go and went out. You're, you know, and then I, after the premiere, I went to, well, we went to Applebee's, and I just started kind of hanging out with her for like a week or two. And then I kind of stopped hanging out with her and hanging out with him because that was at the time I was trying not to drink. It was actually the sugar hole days what Lizard was talking about. And uh, I was, so I was trying not to kind of hang out, like, kind of separate it from, like, because that's when people started getting into, like, the heavier drugs, you know. And I was like, nah, I'll, I'll just stick to drinking. But so I was trying to be, like, a good kid, and they're Mormon. So, it, but it came down to me and Sean and this other dude. Fuck, what's his name? And uh, we were sitting there, and I was like, yo, I'm contracted eyes down. I'm like, and I was wearing headbands. You remember I was wearing headbands? Oh, yeah. And the only people that wore headbands was Bula or Foot Locker. You know what I mean? So Bula was a ski company. Like, it was, like, taboo to wear a headband. <laughs> Back then, but I all I did was just go, "What's not being done?" and let me do it. Like fa- when fashion wise, you know, I've always been kind of weird with it, but yeah, that's how it started. He says that he came up with the idea, and I'm like, "Fool!" For one, you wanted to do a whole company. Why did why did you name it Headwear? And why is it still to this day Headwear? Why and you make everything on the planet now? Like it's cool, but I mean, it makes it's like you didn't have to shun me like that, like under the rug, and like take all the credit. You know what I mean? Like I love you, dog, but. That was rude. <laughs> and I'm being very nice about that, but yeah, shots fired. But that's not shots fired. It's just it's just how it is, you know? So then you guys, I mean, the, the headwear shit was taken off. Like, you guys, they're Yeah, so and that was right at the point when it was resistance and then it was true life. And yep. I remember Ruff even getting pissed at me because I'd always be wearing some crappy headband. He's like, why don't you take that off? What is it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, Electric photoshopped it out of their shit. Um, well, they photoshopped it out Electric, of their shit. Electric did, but Forum's actually the first people that, uh, I think was on the five O ad, the Telpress ad, where they actually left it. I remember them. It was like a big thing. Should we leave it? Should we not? And Ruff was almost going to be team manager for them for a while, but everyone kind of looked at me like, ha Nate, whatever. You don't have a company, blah, blah. So it's just, it's all weird to me, you know? And it's like, now it's like, 
I'm I get the bad rap and it's like I ain't the one fucking screwing people out of money. Like they fucked me on my taxes. Like I can't even get my passport right now. <clears throat> Joe, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you fast forward, then basically you guys kind of go your separate ways, and and then you that's where you got the settlement for a shitload of. Well, money. I didn't even get a settlement. They like they kicked me. They like wrote like long story short. Um, they were like, so that I guess they had an investor that bought it for like 70 mil. I had 10% in the company, right? It's not even that much, but cause I remember flying down and having a meeting with Joe and Sean during Thanksgiving, even Tor Bright was down there because she was all in love with the fucking chip and fucking, uh, either way, he's like, yeah, 10%, blah, 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 all this. And then when, when money starts coming in, shit gets real funny, dude. And all of a sudden they're like, I had an original contract loss and then they wrote up a new one. And then when I took him to court this last time for it, because, dude, they owe me, like, $20 million. Like, what's 10% of $200 million? Fucking, that's $20 million, right? So I know when they first got paid out, it was, like, 80 mil or something, and, like, it was half this, half that. And how I know that is because Simon Rex, my boy in Hollywood, his little brother is a chef. Do you ever remember Alex? What up, Alex? But he started working for the, he was a private chef for the dude that bought the company. So I'm, I'm calling Sean out, being like, what the fuck? And then I'm hearing a whole different story from my Hollywood homies. And then, like, it's just, it's pretty. Getting the inside knowledge from the chef. So what, long story short is what happened is before they got bought out, they had to, like, I was, like, this loose end. They had to tie it. I remember they made me fly back from Barcelona. Sean's like, yo, you got to come sign these bank papers. And Joe told me it was for taxes. He's like, yo, because he was supposed to be doing my taxes. I signed over my power attorney, all that shit. So for, like, six years, he was even talking to my mom and everything. And then when they paid me out, <clears throat> like, because I, I was like, oh, word, you're going to pay me out? And you're, so I was kind of under the impression, like, they were going to be, like, the secret backer of Bozrek, you know what I mean? But it wasn't. They were just paying me out to, like, get me out. Because I remember him looking over at me. He's like, so now you're kind of competition. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I thought you guys are, like, my family, dude. But, you know, I still love the dudes. But, you know, they, they know what they did. So either way, water under the bridge, it's all money. But, you know. It they, does suck because they cut you two million, but it was like a not supposed to talk about it. And yeah, they made me sign some ding, don't talk about it, whatever. But just so everyone knows, I'm not talking about the company. I'm talking about those two ding dongs. Yes, <laughs> that's clear. That's clear as day, you know. So yeah, it's just crazy, you know. But and then yeah, it's just crazy. And that two million <laughs> comes with a big tax bill, right? Yeah. So it ended up getting paid out. That money was the worst thing ever. Now I got my fucking. Uh, Whatever, passport taken. I owe like $800,000 or $600,000 or some shit. Which is the tax on the two mil. Was, yeah, exactly. I think Ouch. it's like four to 500000 or something. And then, so when he paid me out, he's like, I remember the Chase Bank, right, in Hollywood. He's like, so I'd signed the papers, whatever. And he's like, so by the way, I didn't do your taxes. I threw in an extra like 500 or something to pay it. And I was like, what the fuck? You didn't pay my taxes. Like it's been like eight years, and the the homie's a tax consultant. He's a, he does that for a living for fi Fortune five hundred companies. You know what I mean? Like, Ouch! So it's just a like I, I just, it was just a big kind of I didn't think that would ever happen to me because I thought they were family, but you know I was mad at first, and then I'm just like you know what fuck it. I was actually really drunk. I didn't care until for a while. I was like, I mean I cared, but yeah, it sucked for sure. It's like a it's like a, I look at it like an ex wife or something. You know what I mean? Like, and that was our kid. Mm -hmm. Type thing, and now I'm like not allowed to see it, touch it, whatever. Like, but it was the fucking coolest, dude. I remember to the day, like, I was sitting in Greece, and it wasn't really that big because it was more me running around, like during the height of like on all the forum trips and everything. Like we were, we went everywhere, all over the world, like a couple times. You know what I mean? And I never took it off, like for a solid like 15 years. I don't think I took a nef hat off, you know. 
I lined up every distributor like for Neff, you know, like he didn't know one person in the industry. No one, dude. Then I lined up. We walked around the trade show with the duffel bag and like hats that we made from like um, whatever. The, so. No, not even that. We had just embroidered shit from the fucking uh, fashion district in L.A., whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was just like how everyone does it now. But we walked around with the bag, and he, he all he did was just collect my contacts, you know what I mean, and, like, follow up on them, because I was just, I didn't care. I was just a loose cannon. And that was my whole deal. Is I didn't wasn't supposed to work. I wasn't, you know, I was just out and about, but it all turned on me. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to get some heat for this one. But, but fuck you y'all. did get some duffel bags. <laughs> you got some bis- some cheddar biscuits. Yeah, I got some cheddar biscuits. More than a lot of people ever but, see in their but life. But then when you figure out how much I was supposed to get, you're like, yeah. fuck, dog, like... <laughs> I guaranteed you paid the 10% in tithing for that church. And I remember him being a Mormon bishop. And then I'm hearing stories of him in like the green room with Wiz Khalifa. And like, he pretty much would go out and party and not, I I mean, it was just all, it was just all backwards. I'm like, how did you kick me off? Like I walked in Riff Raff and Simon and Andy, like I handed them everything. And then they fire me because I talked about Coke or something. And I'm like, dude, you just like, it's just fucking bullshit, dude. And like. But whatever, dude. They suck, dude. Y'all need to know that that shit sucks, dude. Why you still Neff Headwear, B? <laughs> <laughs> Neffheadwear.com. Look up Forbes. Look up Forbes Magazine, Nate Bozong. It'll tell you right there. Oh, yeah? yeah? Were you in there, Forbes? Yeah, it says, it says yeah, this kid started a company, and then he met Nate Bozong or something, blah, 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 and it took <sighs> off. And then, you know, I was, like, number one on fucking, remember when they had friends on MySpace, dude? I was, like, I was number one for a while. And then I I knew it was you going can be to, number one. Well, remember when you had like the top eight? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh you were his number one on yeah, top I was eight. Number one, because dude, what? it was nothing when we started. It was literally mm-hmm. people were like laughing at me, like ass roughing them, dude. And people would be like, huh, "You you have a company, yeah, right?" You know, it was like I, I it was wish, so funny. I wish, uh, dude, think about how fucked up a top eight is. Though, they dude, still nowadays. do that to me these days. Top eight, dude. Can you, yo, so that's like top, that's like close friends now on Instagram oh, it with is. the green circle. True, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know they had that on his Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I told you I don't Yeah, man. So. And they have vanishing messages now, and you can unsend a message. Oh, I saw that. Yo, they're just, how, off, how often you use that feature? I know, I always leave my shit up, like a tattoo, dude. Like, let it soak <laughs> in, dude. Let it soak I regret in. anything I say, it's just words. So you can go in and see people's closest friends, huh? Yeah, well. No, you, you, you can only see... I, you're in my close friends. I, I send you stuff, but oh, okay, cool. it's I've green. Seen that. It's okay. green. Okay, you, but so I if you're that. not close friends, you'll never know that they're what they're doing. Oh, you know got I mean? you. Okay, yeah, I, so. I know about this feature. All right. Yeah, like what? Well, yeah, I was like, yeah, I won't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buds. Let's talk about the bomb hole of the week. Let's do that. So, Chris, what happens when you go out snowboarding? Well, me personally, when I go snowboarding, I tend to get really hyped, and then I tend to start chucking, and then I tend to eat shit. I don't think it's just you. I think that's everybody. Uh, if you don't have the proper gear, snow is going to get in your kit. So, all right, what do you need then? You, what you need is Volcom's patented ZipTech interface. And what that is is you have a zipper on your powder skirt that allows you to connect your jacket and your pantalones, which is Spanish for pants. Okay, and what's the purpose of that? It uh, zips together, and it keeps winter out, keeping you dry. Chuck, go crazy. Do some cartwheels. Do some scorpions. Lay around in the snow. Do a snow angel. I don't care. You're not going to get snow in your kit. Okay, it's important to stay dry. Now, why is it important to keep snow out of the kit, buds? Uh, you know what? I think that winter and cold will kill you, basically. Okay. Or, or it's just going to send you into the lodge while your buddies are out having fun. So stay dry. Stay warm. Have a longer day. Use Volcom's patented ZipTech interface. 
I heard we're doing a cool giveaway with Volcom. Do you know the details of that? What do we got to do, buds? What you're going to want to do is uh, send in or post on Instagram your favorite bail of you or your friends and uh, hashtag Volcom Bombproof. And then what do you get? One of the team riders at Volcom is going to send out a Volcom and Bombhole combo platter prize pack. We got platters. Don't forget to tag at the Bombhole and at Volcom Snow and hashtag Volcom Bombproof. Win your prize pack. All right, we're going to take a quick break to talk to you guys about liquid death. Uh, it looks like beer, but it's not. What is it, buds? Delicious water in a can. It's water in a can. It gets you hydrated. You know, Nate doesn't drink booze, but he can have a liquid death. I'm scared. I still think it's booze, but it's not. <laughs> Taste how good it is out of a can. There's mm-hmm. something, something special about water out of a can. This might make me relapse. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to drinking metal. So the good thing is you can pick this up, uh, 7-Eleven, Whole Foods. Buds love 7-Eleven. Yes. Uh, and if you're interested in picking it up online, head on over to liquiddeath.com slash bombhole. That helps us out, and it'll get you guys a couple free koozies. Now, with that, we're going to get into the Liquid Death Spinning Wheel of Death. Oh, welcome uh, to the Liquid Death. Death, death, death. Spinning Wheel of Is that Whitey? <laughs> Close. Who is it? Mikey LeBlanc. What? Sick. <laughs> so uh, what's on here, uh, basically you spin this, and uh, I'll put it on the table so okay. the cameras can is see it. Is he been briefed? Oh, okay. And uh, I, he hasn't been briefed, no. Oh, nice. So, you know, and what, what we have, we actually, uh, we have a tattoo artist coming later. Oh, right? Yep. And uh, so either one, it lands on, I get a Bozung tattoo. Of you, like Bose Nuts or Bozung? Yeah. Or you have to get a bomb hole tattoo? I'll for sure get a bomb hole tattoo just for the fuck's sake, dude. <laughs> I don't even have to win that, dude. Right. I'm down. Well, okay, I'll, I'll refer. Okay, do that. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's go. Bozung gets a bomb hole. Oh, dude. All right. Looks. Like I think Chris is probably still gonna. Get I was about a, to say you should still get a Bozrak tattoo. I'm down. Dude. Yeah, I'm down. There's, there's kids all over the world that have Bozrak tattoos. Mm-hmm. Dude. It's tight. Hey, uh, and crappy I, ones I could, that I did. Like, I, I want the ha- I want the handwritten like the the oh, base of the. This is this is from Simon. Oh, dude, I got one too. With the prison pencil. tattoos. Yeah, with look, pencil. same. Look at that. Whoa, we both got oh, one. Yeah, yeah, from Simon. Rest Simon. in peace. What? Rest in peace, Simon. That's why you got to get the tattoos for the homies when That's you. So when you no. through, when with you get, the it was with the um the toothbrush mm-hmm. and fishing string, dude. Mm-hmm. dude oh, you oh. gave so, like a prison style. Yeah, straight prison Woo. style. Yo, it's kind of like easy to tattoo. I would not have guessed that. What's up? Oh, it's the marker that I'm seeing, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, you put the stencil down and you just go over. No, I wouldn't. You should. (laughs) Just put it on, wipe it off, you're done. Oh, yeah. Wow. You ever ever use that? See it. I haven't, I haven't even seen this thing yet. It's right above, right above mom. Right above mom, dude. What? Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's not every day you can double your money, but with my bookie, you can double your money instantly thanks to their double deposit bonus for all new users. 
With MyBookie's double deposit bonus, when you sign up at MyBookie.ag and use my promo code SPORTSDRINK, you'll instantly receive double your initial deposit so you can kickstart your betting experience with all the best games, leagues, and casino options to choose from. The Patriots are taking on the Bills this Monday night as they continue their quest to reclaim the AFC East title. Buffalo has looked like a legit Super Bowl contender. However, look for them to cover the spread. Set yourself up for success by doubling your first deposit when using promo code SPORTSDRINK at MyBookie. That's promo code SPORTSDRINK to double your initial deposit all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with my bookie. Dude, so I actually recently, I know we don't, whatever, we'll, we'll hold off on the pee break for a second, but uh, one thing I, w- I did want to say is like, you know, I, I think we talked about it outside, but Simon passed away recently. Yeah, Simon, dude, SFK, Simon, dude. And, and man, I had no idea, man. It's yeah. going to make me cry again. Oh, you didn't even know? Yeah. No, I didn't know, dude, uh, until man, today. Sorry, dude. Fucking, yeah. But I went, and, I, went and, uh, talked, I went and talked to a medium to try to connect with him because I fucking missed my homie. And, and uh, the one thing that was really cool is, you know, some people believe this, some people don't. And either way is fine. But um, I believe it. When, I believe when, it. I, when the, the medium finally kind of like connected with Simon, she's like, oh, Simon's here. And she's like, he has a, mes- <laughs> he has a message for you. And she's like, I'm going to she kind of changed her voice a little bit. And she's just like, he's like. I'm right here with you, buddy. Like, and it's just like in exactly in his voice. And like, it was very comforting to know, like, all right, people pass on, but the way I, I process it is he's still with us watching over, you know, and it could be, it gives me tingles. Her mannerism changed. Totally. He said stuff like he would say, he says, buddy, just like, 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 buddy, I'm right here. His whole thing. He was talking to me like I was like an idiot. Like, Hey, I'm fucking with you all the time, dude. Like, what do you really? Do? Like, his demeanor didn't change. He's a shit talker. Yeah. You know, he's is it was but her demeanor. Her demeanor was just like his, and so that's crazy. It was. Uh, it's like, hey man, I'm I'm like, and so um, it's always that's some comforting if you lose somebody yeah, to know. To know, know that. I want to. I want over. that girl's name. I want to go to that thing. Yeah, I'll give you. Her yeah, it sounds practice. like she is legit. Obviously, yep. you hopefully are. Simon talks to me, dude. I hope he gives me mm-hmm. some shit, dude. Because I I literally just found out about it. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, I dude. We I've known that kid for like so long. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, dude. Just uh, guys out there, dude. Tell the ones you love. You love them every day. That's all I gotta say, dude. That's facts, mm-hmm. right there. Important. Simon's the best. Dude. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get back into it with a run through wall smelling salt here. Wow. Um, so basically, what you do is you squeeze it. It'll turn red, and then you smell it, and it'll just kind of wake you up. So you just don't do it. like a wicked sniff. Just, just give it, it like a three quarter. Well, my sniff. nose is broken from my party career oh. anyway. So okay. So there it is. Yeah. Yep. He got back for thirds. <laughs> He's all one. one. Well, I thought I was supposed to sit there and hang out. <coughs> oh, my God. Oh. Holy, what is that? Those are run-through wall smelling salts. Wow. Yo. We're currently sold out of them. Those things hit. Where do you get those at? I want, I want some now. <laughs> what is that? It's called, They're basically um, ammonia, I believe, type of things, and, and it's kind of like it's used to, like, Kind of shock your system, wake you up. We oh, used, I'm awake now, yeah. man. Let's go. Let's do this. We saw hockey players using them during the playoffs, and so we randomly just bought one and started doing them on air as a joke. What? And, and then we ended up like selling out of them pretty much immediately. I already want another one, dude. What up? <laughs> <laughs> <Run through walls. laughs> I might not have signed that, dude. The next thing you know, I'm going to be ordering those. He's things. going to be buying personal bindles for his friends that run through wall smelling salts. I got to sell that sweatshirt first, though, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's let's, awesome. let's uh, run it back to... Uh, 
favorite pastime of mine of uh, watching you snowboard. What? In love, hate. Um, the intro, you're in a backyard, and you're snowboarding on a backyard mini ramp. First and P. First and, and P. First and Pizzle. First. What up, Twan? What up, Hank? Did you hit our bathroom yet? No, I just saw it though. No, but did. I'll definitely tag it up if no, you want. No, the reason is we got a picture of you. Yeah, you know he just yeah oh, he okay. just showed me. Yeah, and I was telling yeah. him I'm like that was me like milking it. I'm like yo guys come over and shoot this. I don't even have to leave Antho's backyard. But <laughs> my it, question it is, could not be a cool photo. Yeah, it worked out. The whole little half pipe thing worked yeah. out. Like I, we didn't expect that to work. We were just trying to get it up to do one stall, you know. But it ended up working like you could pump it. Yeah. I was, was like, "Fuck!" and that was fun, dude. How many twists? I remember Ali Goulet came over. You yep. guys shot with Ali and shit. Twists were just nonstop. I think. <laughs> I could the, shoot photos from the house. Dude. Yeah, there you had a, you had like, a print of yeah, that come out of with Ali. The D, yeah, with the DJ booth <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, Ali doing a blunt on it. Somebody was DJing. It was Hank. It was Hank, Hank DJing. Yeah. So Whose sick. idea was that? Was my question. What uh, just shredding the backyard? Yeah, the mini ramp. I mean, probably mine. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I, we just probably wanted to go out and play in the snow, so I'm not going to claim it, but, you know, it was probably both of ours, and, it, you know, when you go out and do stuff, just eventually shit, like, works out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to be doing snowboard like that stuff, you're, like, you're always just trying to get up to something to bonk it, or slide down something, or, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, like, a quick, mm-hmm. a quick mix fun. It kind of goes back to your original Steve, why you got into snowboarding, is, like, kind of that style, like, backyard fun. Yeah, backyard, well, because that's how I first started snowboarding, is we moved to Utah, and it was Christmas break of my, what, junior year of high school, and me and my brother, my older brother, were just tripping balls, because we're like, yo, dude, there's literally a foot of snow outside, like, we, we made our mom go to Home Depot, and we bought, well, we had a picnic table, and we had her buy two ply, pieces of plywood, and in our backyard, we had this straight, like, A-frame. We built it a couple different ways. But, dude, we was nonstop. We really could not believe it because in Cali, we had to drive, like, three hours to go to the resort. And it was just the fucking dopest. Like, thank God my family moved to Utah, dude. Like, thank God, dude. Like, mm-hmm. such a – I look back now, and I'm like, fucking thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's amazing? It Also, on, on the uh, – going back to love-hate again, when you're uh, – you got the iPhone – Oh, the 10 gig. Yeah, <laughs> what up, dude? Yeah, dude. Like, this the is 10 just, gig. This is just the t- Dude, we are always rolling so crusty, dude. Like, if you even know, like, oh, man. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, the 10 gig, dude. It killed it. As long as you can get a couple songs on repeat, that's all you need, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't need to over oversaturate nothing. And then if you go fast forward to Bozrek, <laughs> which was incredible, the soundtrack of that was fucking yeah, the Unreal. first one was so good. was crazy. I don't even know how we came up with it. It was just a mix between eco. It was just everyone picking their own and, song, yeah. And Keegan and everybody. Just, we gave everyone full range. It kind of went a little different when uh, Butters edited the last one. I wasn't even around. I was in Greece, and like so that that was kind of like their vid. But the ones before it was fully like me, Maddie, and like Cyrus going down in Laguna oh, Beach yeah. and editing, and it was just so like. God, dude, it was such a mess. I don't know how we got anything done, dude. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm just like. The first one we edited, it was from, we did it at Milo, and it was from a computer, it was all on iMovie, dude. It was such a fiasco. That's fiasco. what I was going, it was a fiasco. That's the word I was looking for, Lupe fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> push, push, or kick push. Uh, but it, it was such a nightmare to edit that thing. It was like, we had it hooked up, ask Josh Roberts, because he let us use the upstairs for like a week, and it took like a day to, lo- dude, it was horrible, but it was like computer to a computer to like a VH, it was something fucking super crazy. Like it was before the DVD really came out, so it was right at that era, and it was so hard to edit it all on iMovie. But it's just raw, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why we liked it. Plus, we were trying to be like Baker and that shit, you know. Like there's room for it, like mm-hmm. totally, you know. Like 
And plus, we got fired from everyone else, and we were like, fuck it, let's just make our own shit. That's how we started doing it. <laughs> what are we like, doing with our lives? Yeah, exactly. We're making bows right, Bose dude. Yeah. You probably had a bunch of IMAX <laughs> all together, I imagine. <laughs> Like we were, we were a film company. Then we were snowboards, and then like, then I don't know what we are. Like no one else wanted to do anything with it. So I, the last couple of years, I've just been fucking with it, mm-hmm. you know. But it's turning into something again, you know. Now that I learned how to sew, I'm just turning into sweatshirts now. Bozrek sweatshirts or Saint sure. Bozrek. Yeah, Fuck, Saint yeah. Bozrek. Saint Bozrek. Because right? I'm a saint now. You know what I mean? You know, you <laughs> That's got, so you're sainted. Dope. Yeah, saint. And yes, I am. I I'm a fucking minister of the Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster, dude. <laughs> okay. Cost me sixty five bucks. I could marry anyone. And I could wear a spaghetti colander on my head in my uh, driver's license. This photo. is a real thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. And last night, that's why I have four bucks left. Because last night I went on a little, I'm like, sick. I had like 80 bucks and I spent 75 of it on, I had to get my new minister card. Just because it's cool and I got a business card. And Where I did fr- you find out about this thing? I was just watching something on YouTube. Oh, you know what it was? There's this dude I watch on YouTube called Thoughty2. And he's like this British guy. That's really smart. He's got this big mustache. I don't know, but he's really, he just does the coolest, like, story, like, segments. And uh, he, I just watched something on it, like, the Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster. I thought it was hilarious. So if anybody's listening needs uh, a minister to marry them. I will marry you straight up. <laughs> dude, I'm, cheap. I'm cheap. I was just watching it. Yeah, I just wrote him on Instagram. They wrote me back because I had to get my credentials because my friends in New York want me to marry him. I was like, and I went to their Instagram page, and it's like, Carson Daly's marrying people, and I was like, oh, I'm onto something here. <laughs> I could start charging some big bucks for this stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can and get a, a colander on your head for, with your driver license? No, it? because they, they say that um, in our religion, they no. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti monster. In my spaghetti monster religion. It's our, it's yeah. our, um, it's our, just our hat, dude. It's just like wearing like a, a, a turban or something, I guess, you know, but it's just a whole thing of like, I mean, look it up, dude. It's, it's a real religion. religion. It's a real religion. Just like there's a, a religion like next Thursday, there's like all these like parody religions, but this one actually has like some clout behind it. Like you wear, I actually initially did it so I could get a wear spaghetti, uh, spaghetti colander to court. But then when it came down to go to court, I was like, no, nah, I don't really want to <laughs> fuck with that. <laughs> These dude. judges. These uh, judges have your life in your hands. Dude. Yeah. I'm like, mm, no, nah, I probably have already. I'm already not the best kit, cat. You roll in going with in that there. and yeah. then try to prove that, yes, I can wear this. Yes, I can. I'm like, nah, dude. So It's like, what I, battle do you want to fight here? Exactly. I'm like, I'm not trying to go super against them, dude. I'm trying to be on best behavior here. So And they're still fucking me. I'll so definitely gonna, uh, put that in the show notes. Yep. Spaghetti Monster Religion. Yeah, dude. I, like, so I thought since I'm doing St. Bozrek, too, I was like, it uh, just kind of went hand in hand. I thought it'd be funny. Like, I'm a saint. Like, I'm a real minister now. Like, I can even put Reverend Nathan Bozong. I can mm-hmm. show you the thing. It's pretty funny. I have That's the certificate. Cool. 65 bucks, dude. It's all it takes. <laughs> you don't even color. have to be religious, dude. You just So the pirate, so their actual gear is pirate gear. Mm. So you have to wear pirate gear with if I marry you and stuff. But oh. That's dope. I've never married anyone. <laughs> I'd be that. a little nervous. But, yeah, it's all, like, pirate. And the, so their argument is... <laughs> I, I actually know this so <laughs> uh, this is what I do since I'm sober I watch a lot of TV now that's what I do with my mom but their pirate gear is and then it's uh, what was I going to say fuck I have to you got to wear pirate gear when married and the reason why is the deal is oh oh so their argument is like there wasn't global warming when there was pirates on the planet they took away pirates and now there's global warming Facts. Okay. Facts, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's those are hard hitting. Those are hard hitting facts. <laughs> hard but it's just stupid facts. shit. Like the the spaghetti dude is like the intertwined like string theory type thing, and so it's just like, well, if you guys believe in this God, no one's ever seen. Like, why can't we believe in this 
spaghetti mm-hmm. string monster theory type thing. I don't know. And this guy I went like out it. and made it. Growing up religion. Mormon, I thought it was great. Yeah. <laughs> I think it makes a lot of sense, yeah, because the Mormons yeah. came and had all these wild things. And like, then some of my sweatshirts, I even put the little white thing over there, so it looks like my irreverent, you know? That's but. cool. So going back to Bozrek, you're talking about making hoodies, but before we get into that, I want to just say a couple of the gems that we still use from Bozrek, I got to highlight. Uh Chowsend is in rotation yeah. from like <laughs> Bullsrek 3000. Chowsend, 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 Bradshaw and the yeah. homie at Rebels. Yes. Chowsend. Yes. <laughs> um, and then another notable is, you know, what are we doing with our lives? Making Bullsrek. Making Bullsrek full. full. And that then, was so sincere, too. And, and it was so sincere. <laughs> <laughs> they just piled out and have no money. Just like, what are we doing? Just snowboarding, I guess. Like, <laughs> Fuck and, it. And then the the iconic, the all-time, the best one by far is Antho. When oh, he, some crack off. <laughs> <laughs> he's got cornrows. So he, he's yeah. got his cornrows, his G-unit shirt on, and he's up at the trail side parking park. And he gets it, and he's all, oh, oh, man. And he's got, like, snot running out of his nose. He's like, oh, man, did something crack off? <laughs> <laughs> did something crack yeah, off? Just the way he talks, man. <laughs> and he, <laughs> Oh, man, dude. Fucking Antho. What up, Antho? Uh, speaking of which, I think uh, we actually got a guest question from Antho. Oh, what, dude? <laughs> Here we go. Steve. What up? This is Antho, and I got a question for my homie Bo's Nuts. If I buy you a season pass to Woodward Park City, are you coming shredding, G? Oh, yeah, if they let me on the mountain, hells yeah, 100%. Let's do this. You guys hear that? He's buying me a pass, yeah? He, All right, he so. just said it on air. Woo, Anto, that's what's up, baby. Let's go, dude. I'll, just, I'll bust. I'll see if I can do a board slide still. No, just joking. You should. You should. I'll do a nose press. Fucking rippy flip out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've seen a nose plus r- nose press rippy. Is it possible? I actually don't even know how to do a rip. Like, is it like a front flip cartwheel three sixty? Nah, it's thing? like a front side seven where you dr- like cork it like crazy and but grab melon. But you're like twisty, like yeah, fucking Russell Winfield. Or you gotta grab melon. Wait, or just Jim Rippy used to grab melon if you watch his old footage. But you can really like I mean people just say it when you do a cork upside down seven opened up. Or yeah, no grab front seven, no grab. Who does those really good? Someone does them all the Fuck, time. Red Gerard. Bodie. Yes, yes, Red Gerard. I remember seeing footage. He's of that got. I like a bunch of people that do crazy ones on I can not make they myself can ever anything. do it. I I personally don't like how they look. So I can never <laughs> It looks like a fucking it. when you go no grab it looks like a deer getting hit yeah, by a fucking yeah. car. It's or like or you know, what it, you know what it looks like is you know the skiers the freestyle skiers oh, yeah, yeah, and their yeah, yeah. their skis turn into like a snowboard and yep. it's just like they're like it kind of reminds aerial. me of that. But I mean that's what it's kind of I would to like you, to dude. see a double cork like that by somebody that can grab just like see Take what it me looks on a like. jump next year dude. I'll send all day. You're going to have your Woodward pass so yeah, if I'm here, that's the thing. Icy park jump. But no, I want to come back. So that's another reason for me to come back, dude. So if, like uh, my little brother's doing a studio and then I could shred. I was wondering about the season passing. I'm not cool enough anymore to get him free. So <laughs> big problem. Sounds like you got an in. Oh, what? You guys got any ins at Aspen? I got a, a room there. Someone invited me to come stay at. With. Does anybody have ins at Aspen? No, but Wyatt, Cod- Wyatt Codwell. Oh, so yeah. his the dude who he lives with they just I didn't know him but he's like yo we got a room for you come hang out and I was like no one ever gives an invite to Aspen <laughs> <laughs> maybe they in. got the setup with tickets he's well, snowmobiles now right uh, yeah I, I mean, went snowmobiling with him last year actually support for the bomb hole is brought to you by our friends over at Manscape now they have a new hot item and that is called the Performance Package 4.0 it's an absolute game changer in the male grooming game join over two million men 
who use and trust Manscaped. Uh, they also have their new body wash refined where you're going to be smelling fantastic. If you're interested in picking up a Manscaped, head on over to manscaped.com and use promo code BOMBHOLE to save 20%. Now, I have to ask, Buds, before you got your Manscaped, were you, was it a complete disaster down there? or what, what kind of situation were we dealing with? It was a disaster. I don't know if you've seen uh, the old show, The Adams Family. I was like Cousin It. Okay, my, it was a Cousin It situation. Cousin, cousin It scenario. Okay, so... And, In and my ball region. Would you say you're kind of all nest, no bird at that moment? Yes. Okay. All, all nest. It was okay. like, have you ever seen like an egg in a nest? Yes. It was kind of like that. Okay, there was, there egg was so in a much nest scenario. All you could see was a little egg. And now what are we looking like? Now it's... Uh, it's kind of like a manicured uh, AstroTurf soccer field, just just fine. Oh wow! Nice hand cut. Okay, perfect. Looks like my father's and father in law's uh, manicured yard, just perfect. He spends he's retired. He spends pretty much all day yeah. out there. Well, it's good you can spend that time working on your bush as well. Yes, you know? bushes are trimmed. Absolutely love that. Well, again, head on over to manscapes.com. Use promo code bombhole. The holidays are right around the corner. Get yourself a manscaped. For your significant other. It's kind of a gift for yourself in some ways. But, um, yeah, manscaped.com, promo code bombhole. All right, we're going to talk to you guys about pub beer. You hear that crisp mm. crack? Doesn't that make wow. you just want to crush a can of pub beer? It doesn't. I think I will. It does. How's that thing taste? How's it going down? So smooth. Ice cold. Little little bit on the stash here how's, for later. How's the price uh, demographic? Dude, it's cheap. It's fun. It's beer. Let's do it. Hashtag cheap fun beer. Cheap if you're beer. going out and you're doing some drinking, whether it's light drinking or you're planning on getting absolutely fucking blacked out, you're going to want to get yourself some gonna pub wanna, beer. You're going to want to crush some of these bad what boys. What kind of taste is it? Like a Budweiser? A Coor, what, what's a, what would you compare it to? For it's me it's being a pub a, beer, dude. It's delicious. Okay, it's, cool. it's its own category. Yeah. So it's a little it's, a, it's actually a cut above the rest. It's they a say. cut above. Perfect, yeah. dude. It's delicious. With that, we're going to get into the... <laughs> <laughs> Pub beer crap <laughs> shoot. Here we go. What's, what's that taste like as it hits your lips? Uh, you know, just give me, just give me a little. Uh, just, just an eye drop. Crap shoot. All right, you, you got to roll some dice here. What? We, you don't got three? We're not playing CeeLo? We're not playing CeeLo. You roll right, because I quit gambling. Okay. You quit gambling, too? I had to, yeah. Well, guess what? You're coming out of retirement right now. <laughs> I quit everything fun, dude. Don't you know that? Except snowboarding. Retirement, dude. I've never was hired to get retired, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're coming out of your gambling career. Let's do this. Rehired. What, what am I gambling? My life? So whatever your it life. lands on, you might have to do something. Uh, Word. I'm down. Yeah. Go ahead. Roll it, and I'll tell you what it lands on. Hopefully it's not like any of the... So like, okay. It's all pretty mellow. The goon gear's a six. Oh, dude. Two what? sixes. What? Twelves. What? Wow. Okay. This was... Uh, it says... Shotgun of beer, or in parentheses, a sparkling liquid death. So what's that right here? Yo, players. So code. that's water for the record. It's oh, sparkling water though. Oh shit! I don't drink carbonate though. This is gonna be hard for me. Actually, you could do it with a regular one too. No, I like. I like. This okay. was the challenge, dude. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I have to pound it. It says shotgun, and you already opened it. Oh, <laughs> I forgot what a shotgun was. <laughs> can, we, can we do a different one? Yeah, we can get, we a, we can get a different one. one. I never went to college, so I missed that whole. Era. I missed that whole era of like. I didn't go to college either. I'm gonna, we got one. We're good. So how you got a knife in your pocket? I saw it. Dude, I got two rolling on me. I'm always weaponed up. You're ready to, hey, if somebody comes <coughs> in here, we can definitely stab them. I got some hatchets in the thing. I hatchets. A, yo, I got a knife in there with a bear, real bear claw on it. Yo, so how do I do it? You just... Hold on, watch yourself. Let me get that it's going to be tough to go down right here. <laughs> okay. Now crack it. Best of luck crack to you. Crack it and then tip it. Okay. 
There he goes. That's that's a water oh, for the record. Wow. Carbonated. Oh, he's gonna be bloated. He is gonna be bloated. Yeah, he's gonna explode. <laughs> he's gonna be. A blo- <laughs> How's the bloat factor? Nate. <laughs> Nate Bozong literally just exploded. Nate Bozong. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't ever drink carbonation either. Like even when I drink, oh man, I can't believe I just did that. I Whoa. can't believe you did that. <laughs> sparkling water. Just so y'all know, it's sparkling water, dude. Don't get your panties in a twist. Although your eyes are watering, where it looks like it's more than that. That was hard, man. That was really hard. That, that was, was incredible. I think your new nickname is Nate Bloatsung. Bloatsung, dude. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down with that, dude. Because yeah. I'm, I'm getting rid of the bows nuts phase, dude. You know, no more bows nuts. What's your? Well, no, let's, let's run through bows. all. What's what's all the nicknames? Let's run through those things. They just always gave me nicknames, but the bows nuts came. Remember, we were talking about Apple Yard hanging yep. out at Circa and Forum back in the day. But Stephen Ruff is the one they gave us the nickname. He just Apple Nuts and Bows Nuts. Mm-hmm. I guess mine just stuck. Yep. Well, the apple nuts and nerd. Bows Nuts. Yeah, Apple Nuts right. and Bows Nuts. Because we're always just lurking at the office in in uh, Cole uh, Cole Cannon. Which is Antho's good boy that I yep. met years later. So, dude, he did. He's the, sketchy, sketchiest front board ever. I remember at the rail yeah, gardens right? when he was. Uh, <laughs> he went and skate or snowboarded rail gardens and was less rowdy. Don't stab yourself, Doug. What his thing's not closing. He's got some knife issues. I just popped it too hard because I was on TV or whatever. Wow. I was trying to like be cool. Oh yeah, you. Were. I'm gonna leave this for you guys. Dope. Oh wow, that's actually a it. really okay. cool addition to. Somebody the set comes right in, there. we can also stab him in the yeah, jugular. Sure. Yeah, we're basically ready for action. Yeah, man. Muska, Muska used to roll through the forum days and hang. Yes, out. that's when I first met him, and because uh, yeah, forum and special blend. If they don't know, Circa uh, was the same company. Raw he bought. They started uh, Circa, which was forum special blend. So. It was kind of cool being a snowboarder and seeing all the, like, skateboard cats come through and shit. Like, when we were editing uh, True Life, I remember Jamie Thomas came in, and he was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I was like, oh, shit, dude, that's Jamie Thomas. And Muska was always rolling a joint, dude. Like, always rolling a joint. Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Muska are friends to this day, dude. If I can... I don't know. We had a little. Yeah, it's a did long you story, did man. you pick your true life song, uh, Method Man? I had no say in anything in that shit. Well, yeah, they just kind of <laughs> were like, "This is what's up." Yeah, they're just kind of like, "Yeah, this is what's up." You, you didn't get enough footage, dude. You're in trouble. <laughs> another thing, <laughs> you're another, on another first, <laughs> exactly first closeout ever done on a snowboard was by you. The concrete one, which you have assigned a hundred percent. That's the first, the time first ever closeout. Did a closeout. I just was like, send it. I don't know what I was thinking, actually, to be honest, because and the, the one in Chicago you're talking about, yeah, right? Chicago. Yeah. If you see the run-in on that one, it's literally like, I don't even know how I got to it. Has anyone been back to that one? Shot by Rob Mathis. No. Yeah, great. Mathis killed it. I remember leaving, and I was with Mitch, Jeremy, and JP, and like, <laughs> what up, players? And uh, they were all bummed. Like, they were, like, kind of mad that I got that shit. Like, fucking, like, it was weird. I was like, yeah. Young Buck stepping yeah, up yeah. to some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It was cool, though. It felt nice that I didn't die. <laughs> and that was you guys going to Chicago was like in a time where people didn't really go to crazy no, cities. So it, it was like the starting of they're like the what? start. You're going on a trip just to do rails like, to a flat. This, city. Yeah, like what? Like yeah, because we started like you know you, once it started, it's like okay, a, a place has snow. Why wouldn't you go there and check it out? You know what I mean? It's just like duh. I tell people this day. I was I was saying it was pretty funny. I was like. Like, people that don't snowboard, I'm like, yeah, they used to fly me to, like, Finland to go hit a handrail. You know those things, like, you walk down the stairs and hold on to, and they're like, really? They think it's, like, so odd. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, mm, like, you like, kind of put your head down, like, yeah, dude, I, I had a lot of fun, much more fun than you did, motherfucker. <laughs> you don't get it good. Throughout these years and still, it seems like you just live a very fun life. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, I have ups and downs, you yeah. know what I mean? But for the most part, I it's like to do like what I do, it's there, you got to go against the grain a lot, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't go to college. I, I pretty much don't have a love life anymore or, or ever because I was always traveling. And plus, all they want is money and, it, like, whatever anyway. So it's like, I'm going to go have fun. And it was, I was going to go have fun and get wasted and fucking just cruise and, you know. Unfortunately, I liked it a little too much, dude, and so I had to stop. But, you know, but that's that's water under the bridge, and that's lesson learned. So now we're just doing it again. I've never, literally, I haven't changed since I've been, like, ever. I just always skated, and, like, it was skiing, and I guess I changed the snowboarding. But, yeah, man, dude, ski bum for life, dude. What's up, dude? You'll see me 80 still posted up in the parking lot, dude. Parking lot pimping, dude. So what's Hitting, on, hitting on them 90-year-olds, dude. <laughs> With the ups and downs, what's the biggest thing you've learned to kind of help get get you through that shit? Just that this is what I do, and this is what I chose to do, and, you know, like, and it's just like I look at other people and what they do, and it's like when you look at it, everyone has a doubt, like, wish this or wish that, but it's like what gets me through it is like this is what I chose to do, and I'm actually sticking to it. I'm like one of the only friends that when we started still doing it, you know what I mean? And it's just like that's what gets me through it. Like, so now I'm to the point where it's like I've lasted like 40 years old, still like couch surfing, still doing the damn thing. I'm like, I feel like I'm taking... Like, I had a lot of good teaching with J2. He was, like, my older brother mentor, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm holding it down for the twosies of the fucking, of the world, you know? 40 and sporty. 40 and sporty, baby. What's <laughs> up? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and you publicly air your ups and downs on the gram, too. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it's like, that's just how I've always been, and I can't lie. I've never lied, and it's just, like, I'm I'm so used to, like, the being brought up, like, kind of religious and seeing how, like, oh, you do this and that, but, like, they're doing the exact opposite, you know what I mean, with the cover. So I've just, it's made me kind of just, it is what it is, an open book, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I like and, that about you. And it gets me in a lot of trouble sometimes, too, but at the same time, it's just, that's just how I am. Like, people are like, you can't post so much. I'm like, why? Is there rules for posting? And I'm like, for one, I'm posting for the kids in the year 3000. They're going to thank me for posting so much when I'm dead and gone, you know. If, if someone wants to, like, go through and, like, like, I wish I could do that with a Doc Holiday or something and be like, yo, what was he doing there? Like, in a sense, this era and type of world is going to be complete gone. It's going to be all robots or who knows what, you know? So I'm blasting for the future. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Got some foresight with his grammar. You know? There's a method to this madness, people. Also, I think that people are drawn to people that are authentically themselves. That's, that's a rare trait. That's yeah. more rare. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want to be a certain way or put up a mask or facade well, and every like rich dude I've met, like from going not, and not to just be rich dudes, but like because you, the dudes that are like us that are shredding and like doing what they want to do, they never say it. They're like because we're doing what we want to do. But like the dudes with all the money that should be all happy and whatever, they always look to me like, man, you got the life, man. Like I wish I could do that. I would do. I would trade all this to do that. You know, like because they they're like s slaves, dude. They're like they can't do shit. Like. It's like when I had money, I did. It's like, oh, dude, I can't imagine what it would be like to have like a billion dollars or something. Mm -hmm. Dude, it would be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Fucking, I'd give it all away, dude, straight up. Straight yeah. up, dude. Like, I, I remember going to your house when uh, you bought that house in the Avs. Money made me mad, personally. It's fucking, I went nuts. Dude, dude, I can't wait to hear this story. No, I just, I just remember going there, and it's like you go into this, you're like, oh, Nate bought a house. We're going there, we're partying. We go back, we got personal bindles going on. Yeah. We got fucking, <laughs> all of a sudden, there's like, there's like spray paint all over the walls. Like, it was like, dude, 
a nice house and and well, i love that's how you that's you like fuck well, it that's right? what i do everything yeah. my jeep's all spray Jeep painted up ex- exactly but like you, that. The Jeep's every amazing. one of my apartments i've spray painted up like it's just what i did you know i'd get wasted and be like fuck but i've now narrowed it down to like i don't really like doing canvases but i like to spray paint on sweatshirts and shit like fabric but i just like to paint things they didn't love writing and like you know hand you know they took handwriting they don't teach handwriting anymore what? not real yeah I heard they don't teach handwriting in school anymore. And I was like, that's like my favorite thing. Like people say I do graffiti. I'm like, dude, if you look closely, it's just handwriting. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to do some crazy tag or something. It's just handwriting. Mm-hmm. Well, but they yeah. must teach handwriting. It, no, they not? don't. Look really? it up. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, that's, they, that's crazy. They cut it out of school systems. Like, if, if you we, you got to stay analog. That's important. But if you look at somebody like yourself, you have this crazy energy, right? Where you're like, when when you have all this angst and all this like hyper energy, you take snowboarding, skating, you can fucking put it towards that. Same thing with art. Yeah. Like the same way you're, you know, if you have all this shit spinning around in your head, it, art is such a good outlet. And that seems oh, like you've always kind of used that. It took me to like get sober to find that out again. Like the art is like kind of the way out. Like, you know what I mean? Because if not, like I kind of just went crazy. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of lost, like in between sponsors. What am I doing? Like, do I want to snowboard anymore? Like, you have second thoughts all the time, you know, like uh, human beings do. And it's like, <sighs> yeah, it's just, yeah, I totally it's, a good, it's a good way to help your brain not sabotage your entire life because I think a lot of people's brains well, just want to sabotage well, I their think life. Back in the days, like, when you think of, like, when humans started and shit, it's like there was only that we got fire and then we got handed, like, arts. And you go back to history and it all comes back to art. Like, uh, like people that were kind of crazy are doing art or, like, I don't know. I just love it. It's just part of history. I'm all. I'm a history buff mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. So and like the first like writing or anything is graffiti on the wall, like the hand type shit. You know what I mean? I always thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you're saying if I go down to Moab and do a little petroglyph, you're gonna throw me in jail? Like, but you do a TV show on these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick. Like, but what about if I'm trying to do this for a thousand years down the road? Like, you're gonna stop my fucking fun? Like, you know what I mean? But. See, I always look at it like that. It's just fun, dude. It's just like it's just fun to let loose, and like it does help the brain, dude. Like mm-hmm. it saved me. Like I straight up learned to sew. Like the last three summers, just in a garage. Like I gotta learn to sew just so I could do this shit. And it literally saved my life when from quit drinking. Like I was telling you earlier, I was like, yo, there's a lot. You find out there's a lot of time in the fucking day, like to kill. Like instead of waking up at five or waking up at two and hitting the mountain for like one run and like you know what i mean like when you wake up at seven o'clock there's a lot of fucking time in the day to get through it you know and so like i did for a while it was tough to find like you know a balance because i'm not like trying to like go skate and like huck myself down rails or you know what i mean like i'm getting you get old dude so it's like it's not that i can't do it it's just like the it's not like worth it to me i'm just kind of mm-hmm. like eh, i've been there done that it's like doing the same chick over for like 10 years you know what i mean you get bored with it like Bad analogy, but I went with it. We go with <laughs> bad analogy. <laughs> uh, no comment on that. But yeah, no uh, what, what I'd like to move on, on is uh, basically going uh, moving forward. So, so anyhow. Uh, but if I look at the way your brain works, and, and I'm I'm wondering, just putting some pieces together, if you're if you think like this, but you know, the way you grew up. It, Maybe skateboarding, snowboarding was a bit of an escape, like from your like. Oh, hundred percent. Then you take art, and and it's an escape. But yeah, keep going. Elaborate no, but, on that. But I never realized that I was really that artsy until like like the rehab and stuff. Like I knew I designed with the NAF. Like the first like two years, I was doing all like those cutoff headbands or whatever, and the fucking. But then like I kind of lost track of all that and stopped. Like you just 
I stopped being like creatively like thinking like I mean even the way it came down to my snowboarding it's thinking different or like doing like I don't know so it's just art is like the it's like I think it's the key to like life a lot of things you know what I mean just getting creative or I hate using the word art though because it's like sounds so like ah, it's a little like, crunchy yeah it's yeah. a little like it's something like but I just so I call it arts and crafts they're just being crafty is. and arts and crafts you know so I even have a yeah it's the best dude like. Just being handy with it, like making stuff. Because I think for a while, like going with the forum shit, I became kind of a little prima, a drunk little prima donna kind of. Like they call me Natasha now. Because they're like, damn, you're a little fucking bitch, aren't you? And I'm like, no, sometimes I complain a lot. But it's like, dude, you should have. <laughs> but yeah, like before, like I had like like a everything was handed to me like since 17 years old like plane flights done for me like food paid for me everything paid for me like so you get kind of used to just not doing anything you know like you just rely on the next dude to do something so when i got sober i'm like all right i'm learning how to camp again i'm learning how to build fires i'm learning how to i'm like relearning how to do everything pretty much and it's been the fucking best ever dude it's the fucking shit I'm like trying to be a redneck, dude. It's fucking tight, dude. <laughs> After here, I'm going up to Idaho and I'm gonna go fucking potato farm, dude, just That's for three cool. weeks. There it just is. to go, I just like trying mm -hmm. new. Like what it comes down to is never stop learning, dude. And I read that at my boy Brody's house. What up, Cody? PC and oh, well, well he's gonna love me for that one, dude. So in his apartment, and he got it from his dad, and uh, it says never stop learning, just basic. And I'm like, dude, it's it's stuck with me like the last three years. It's like literally just don't stop learning, mm -hmm. no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Like I'll be sitting in a shitty situation. This is goes back to the question, like how you get through like the the tough time shit. Since I stopped drinking, before I drink and just get deeper, deeper in a hole. Now I'm like. All right, what, what, how do we make the best out of this situation? Like, okay, I might be in the middle of nowhere. I don't have Wi-Fi. I maybe got two bucks, but you know what? I'm going to go fucking do some stupid thing off this rock or go hike up here with my dog or, like, just create some sort of content or, like, because I like to film and I like editing. I realized, you know, like, I just, like, kind of put, I call it bothering the world, you know? So it's, like, I just like putting shit out there because it's a lot better, I think, than not putting it out there. I mean, you know, people would like to argue with that one, but it's like personal, you know, like I said, I'm not doing it for the, this era. I'm doing it for like when I'm dead and gone, you know, I mean, I already got the Halloween costumes going like they do that, yeah. you know, so I got great. that you're, going. You're hard up on a costume. You know, Bozong's a good it's look. It's a great costume. Yeah. What? Co I had a Bozrek family, dude. They had a family. A whole family. Of a whole family of uh, a husband, wife and two kids all Bozrek tatted up. It was fucking, I was like, okay. If you have the photo <laughs> of that, that would be. It's on my Instagram. I'll send it to you. We'll it has, it. Look we'll up pop right it up on the screen. Look up, type in hashtag Bozrek family and they'll pop up. What, what got you uh, to put yourself in a rehab? Um, I was just sick of it. Just sick of being a piece of shit. There wasn't like a rock bottom. No, well, it's losing. You know, it's losing the chick. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Yeah, anyone who's kind of watched you over the years, you see your ebb and flow, ups and downs. But and like, I I started getting really like after I lost that chick, it's like I'd never really been like I'd never like just uh, I've never felt that way before. It's just like a it's the worst thing ever. I wouldn't wish it upon my enemy. Worst yeah. enemy. Heartache is a yeah tough heartache. One. Yeah, that's it's just. <clears throat> I guess I never was really in love before this time. And I was like, holy, I'm still fucking fucked up from it. It's like nine years later. But, you know, but that's why I initially quit drinking. Because I was like, I remember I was in the weed rehab in Palm Springs. This is my second go at rehab. Like, I went to the fancy Lindsay Lohan one. And, like, it didn't work. It's everyone's, like, babying you. And I'm like, I didn't like it. And, like, <clears throat> this one was kind of like, you can smoke weed. And they pretty much let me do whatever I want. Like, I could have gone and got an alcohol bottle if I wanted. Like, they give you free free reign. 
but that's what how it made me kind of get off it because one night I just started like, oh, that's what it was. I, I snuck off and I went and bought a bottle of tequila. If I, <laughs> I got in a fight with the, the other dude that was in rehab, like a full-on fist fight because he was from Ogden. I think I started some beef. I don't remember it, but I, the girl was saying, I was all I kept saying, but I got my cowboy boots on. I was going to kick them or some shit, stupid shit. But either way, I was arguing with my the chick and I was like, I just had enough, dude, and I'm like, it was my birthday, I woke up hungover, it was my birthday, I'm in rehab, I'm looking at prison sentences, I'm just like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, pull your head out of your ass. That's all right. It's good to talk it's about this stuff, about man. West Side? No, just <laughs> no, it's not. No, but no, it's pretty much the chick, man. It, it was everything, and my mom, it's just, you, like... It went from being fun to just, like, a nightmare, you know? Like, everything wasn't fun. Like, it just fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, it comes to a point where you're just like, fuck. And I, I was like, okay, well, if I go to rehab, that'll I, it's kind of throw myself under the bus. I get better, and then maybe she'll talk to me. Type Not talk to me, but, like, you know, you're always trying to, if you, like, love them, I guess. See, there's that fine line of when you, like, you know, fight for something you love, and then there's that fine line of, like, where you cross the line, and it's like, oh, no, you're like a... What he's stalking me or some shit? It's like no, nothing. Like you know what I mean. So, <clears throat> but you got to do the shit for you. It doesn't, no, but it that's doesn't the thing. Work. Like, but that's true. But also, you, it's something you need something to light a fire in your ass. True, if that makes a good sense. Point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it always comes down to you. Like every day, it comes down to me. But like New York, I just that was my biggest goal was to go to New York and not drink because I failed every other time, and this time I did it. So I was pretty hyped. That's I didn't congratulations. Like, nine months, that's dude. A hard yeah, city, I only man. went out, dude. It was. I mean, I fucked up a couple times and did some other shit, but it was, that wasn't the issue. I was the whiskey's the the, the de- whiskey's the, the devil. Yeah, steer clear of that. <laughs> yeah, I won't even talk about that one day. But sobriety looks good on you. Man. Yeah, man, it's fun. I love it, dude. Like, I absolutely love being sober. You know what I mean? And like, it's I was so fucked up for so long. Like, how ninety nine percent of the people in in like never saw me. Like, I would wake up drinking. Like, I was drunk every day. Like, I wouldn't even t- get on my phone and start talking until I had like three whiskeys. You know. Cause I was like just so anxiety. Like I just had so much anxiety and just like, it was bad, dude. I just, and it's, I mean, and I see it with a lot of my friends that are still drinking and shit. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I thank the Lord that I fucking quit. And I promised my mom that. I <sighs> no, that's just no more drinking. So I'm not good. Good for you, dude. That's a good promise to keep, man. For your mom, and that's still fresh. So. And when you're drinking, and the self hatred, and the self negative self talk, you feel like a piece of shit. Oh, dude, scenario. I was such a piece of shit, dude. Like it feels so good to be sober, dude. It's fucking, yeah. <clears throat> especially when people don't believe you and shit, and like they they kind of read you in person, and you're like, yo, what up, dog? Like, <laughs> they're like, you're really sober. Well, they're trying to like see. Well, they're like is, everyone kind of because well, so. you know, like people in Hollywood, they say, or like not even like call it a bad example, but like people lie a lot. Pretty much, you know what I mean? And, like, so people always are kind of like, is he, are you really, like, sober? Like, and I've been like, yeah, and they're like, really? Like, a couple of people are, like, super stoked, and other people are like, really? Wow, that's weird. I never would have thought, you know? But I never would have thought, so that don't hurt my feelings. I'm like, yo, yeehaw, dude. You should try it out. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, it's fucking crazy, because it's like a double-edged sword. It's like, um, I spend a lot of time by myself. Like, me and Cal were talking about that in Milo. It's like... Pretty much it's all who you hang out with and it's the people that you're around. Like, no matter what, if, like, that's why I'm always by myself and hanging with my dog because pretty much everyone just parties, you know what I mean? Like, which is fine. It's just I'm trying to do different stuff and, like, 
to like go camping or something. It's like always like, oh, we got to go get a bottle or we got to do this or call the chicks. And it turns into like, yo, we were supposed to leave three hours ago. Like, so I just quit even talking to anyone. I go shred by myself. Just fucking shredding by yourself is the fucking best, dude. Like, you don't have to wait for anyone or do any other person's lines. Like, I got so stoked on it. Like, I can't really snowboard with people anymore because I'm like, like, go this way. And I'm like, no, I don't listen. And just, but yeah, so, it's, you know, it's fucking dope, actually. I love it. I wish I would have done this a long time ago, to be honest, you know, but it's hard. Like, my grandma always warned us, because I'm German and Welch and a little French, and my grandma always was like, yo, dude, you're, you got to watch the Bozongs have a gnarly drinking alcoholic in their in our blood, you know? And I would just be like, hey, hey, yeah, right, grandma. And like, I was like, God, I wish I could tell be like, grandma, I wish I would have listened to you. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knows you what's know? up, right? <laughs> yeah, my dad yeah. put it to me like, we. Uh, he's like, you guys, we have a quota. You either... You either quit, you're either you going to be able to drink a certain amount of beers, and then you're going to have to either quit or you're going to fuck your life up. Those are your two options. Yeah, that's straight up. Straight up. And that's you're like, okay, so I, this is an expiration date on my fucking drinking career. Yeah. Noted. But then it's like we're kids, and so we're like, hey, don't look. We're going to look. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And you're like, oh, I'm going to find out for myself. And then you're yeah. like, shit, I wish I would have listened to you. Mm-hmm. I'm you sure your I mean? grandmother knew that. You were yeah. going to go find out for yourself. Yeah, but look at how the world works. Now you're sitting here next to us. We're having a Hell fucking yeah, great dude. conversation. I, this is the, this is the highlight all, of my fucking summer. It all dude. works like, how it's supposed to Last year of my life, this is the fucking chillest shit ever. I keep forgetting there's even cameras on me. Yeah, there's no cameras here. There's no cameras, dude. It's just the, the conversation with the broskies. We got J2 hovering over us over yeah, there exactly. in the corner, dude. Are you kidding me? And Mikey LeBlanc's fucking... What, what? We got his toboggan, sled, up toboggan there. Board. I think I was with you guys when we shot something on that. I was with somebody when he did something with that. He's you, gone to Rail Gardens. You were He's probably at the Rail Gardens. Yeah, it was probably Rail Gardens. was shooting. Yeah. I thought Bob had shot him, but it was Twos who shot him. Because yeah, he was rolling around with that thing for a little while, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, it wasn't just one time. We're I talking remember. about the toboggan. The, the, the toboggan, toboggan yeah, for the, the listeners. Um, I got a quick Patreon question for right. you. We were talking about your sewing. and uh, Hell yeah. This is from Matthew Goodell. And what? He says, we see you're nice with the sewing machine these days, still doing your own thing. So who or what inspires your fashion in 2021? Me, myself, and I, motherfuckers. Easy as that, dude. <laughs> You just I'm do just, your own thing. I'm literally not doing anything different than when I did when I was 16. I, the whole look is just I wanted it inside out because I used to turn my shirts inside out to wear no logos because I was a dick like that. And then it just turned into now I like inside out shit. And I mean, there's room for it. You know, everything's per- I can make shit nice and perfect, but it's just it looks just like everything else. So I just I, I call it I fuck it up. And I mean, it's dope, dude. It, it went from like me scrounging my mom giving me 10 bucks a day. And, like, like slowly building up, like, I had to get the paper, and then I had to get to the paint. And then, like, over a week, I'd have, like, enough to make a piece, and then I'd fuck it up. And then, like, it's definitely a trial and error, blood, sweat, and tears with sewing. It's pretty funny, but now I fucking, it's like addiction, dude. Like, I love it. I travel around. It's in my front seat of my car, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's got the sewing machine, like, a little, like, right baby. Might as well have the thing well, in a baby seat. Dude, I have, it, I have it pimped out. Like, I could just run a shirt up real quick and fucking just make it. And it's come to, like, I'm just selling for 300 bucks now. That's what you're selling so them you're for. Like, yeah. That's, like, high-end fashion right there. Yeah, well, I call it high-end fashion for, like, our, like, skater, snowboard, snowboarder, surfer type. Like high-end low, ex- life. High yeah, end low high life. Low life. High-end like, low life. High-end low life. Low-end for, the fa- like, the fashion people, but, like, high-end for, like, the shreds, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to hit it. Like, I'm actually, I'm just trying to, like, what it is is I just make them all kind of the same. Like, a, like if I were to have a jersey come out, I'd want it looking like that. So they, this one doesn't have patches, but that's why I have the numbers on the back, 99 for Gretzky. And 99 oh. when I came out for uh, snowboarding. That's why I like the year 99. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, love, yeah, it's just fun arts and crafts and making shit, dude. And I, like, 
from the Nest stuff or whatever the old company like uh, it's just like so like you'd say you you give the idea to one guy the one guy gives it to another guy then they send it to some guy in China then there's like so many people involved and it's really I just wanted for like my personal like stuff I just wanted to learn how to make fucking clothes mm -hmm. and not have to talk to a single person you know what I mean like and it's fucking there. I'm doing it. It's fucking... And I just chose to do sweatshirts just because I love sweatshirts. Like, I'm in New York. It's like 100 degrees and I'm making sweatshirts. People are looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? But now I have like 20 for sale right now. So it's like... Where can now, people find these if they want to buy them? I mean, I pretty much just sling them off my Instagram. That's what I was wondering. Does someone like DM you? And yeah, like, I, hey, I talk to everyone. DM. It's like yeah. I love being personal with everyone. I kind of read them out. And I'm like, yo, what kind of... Like, I don't give them too much like leeway. They're like, what to do with it? Because... Then it gets off it to some wild. Yeah. yeah, everyone's like the two cents turns into 20 cents. And then, you know, so I'm like, I go, do you want it lighter, or darker? And do you want it like wild or less wild type shit? You know, because they all come out kind of like a jersey looking like. Now that I said it, like, you'll notice why I do the numbers and everything. It's like, so I look at it like if people go buy Jordan jersey or Gretzky jersey, mm -hmm. you know, like that's the Bulls or whatever. I just want someone to walk down the street and be like, oh, that's a Bozo fucking shit. And mm -hmm. it's happened, dude. One of my homies was wearing some shit in fashion week last year and my friend michelle's like calls me she's like dude i just ran across the street and this is in paris it reminded me of my old and she's like i saw, i could tell it was your shit from across the street and like they became friends and like we're hanging out in paris i was like fuck yeah dude like mm -hmm. it's dope shit like that that gets me like it's not selling it or trying to make a lot of money it's the like when it's this level and it's, I don't know, it's fucking dope. Like it's a conversation piece, You know, it's, you know right? it's also really cool too. It's like, you know, I think it's really great. A lot of the things that's happening with technology, like people, like you said, maybe aren't learning it, analog, like writing, like you're saying, but there's something about using your hands to make something, whether you're making a shirt, you're building a table, you're, you know, even processing film or doing a tattoo or like, I think that we need these digital software jobs. I think they're important, but we can't lose the craft yeah, no. physically making things. That's what makes hands. us human, dude. Yeah. Like just <clears throat> messing with stuff and making things and making it through the day to how to survive. You know what I mean? Now it's like people don't even know how to like do a fire or mm -hmm. something. You know what I mean? It's crazy to me. Like mm -hmm. they don't even know, like it's a lot of people don't even know how to eat at the house. Like, yeah, or like like make their own food. They just order out, or like they Uber, or they, you know they don't have light. It's just crazy to me. Like I don't know. Everything's you can't, made so easy, right? But you, but you can't like the whole basis of being human. I think is like doing like you said with your hands and like just making shit, like figuring it out because that's what whoever made us, mm -hmm. I guess, wanted what, us to do. What's that quote you said earlier? Uh, something about learning or uh, ne oh, never stop learning. Never stop learning. And I think that that's like when you uh, the the traits I admire about humans a lot of times is that that quest to always learn. Yeah, you know, that and so that like a lot of that even can be like fuck. I got this like my lawnmower broke. Well. How do I take it apart and fix it? Like learning how to do that. Yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's how I, I think that that's interesting stuff. It's fun because it's like taking care of what you have and learning mm -hmm. what you like, you know what I mean? Like instead of like, oh, I'm just going to go buy a new one or, mm -hmm. or get, take it to the guy to go fix it. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's fun to get in and know what you're using and like be, you know, it's like, you're not going to go and eat food that you don't know what's in it or what it does. I mean, like that goes across the board. Like you should learn what you're totally. doing in anything. You know what totally. I mean? And and the ego is a huge barrier to that because the oh, ego Jesus. the ego basically says, well, I already know how to do this, so I don't need to learn. Oh, everyone knows how got, to do everything. I already got yeah. No, I don't need I don't need to yeah. learn anymore because I already York, got it figured out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they can snowboard better than me out there, dude. It's <laughs> fucking great, dude. They do everything better than me. Is that what New but, York's like these days? They, uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of hot air, dude. Yeah. yeah, it is. Hot air pipe dreams, like blah, blah, blah. It's cool, but 
I don't part anymore. I can't handle it. So it was easy when I was drunk. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Now I'm just like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this in my life, dude. I'm 40. I probably have a solid, we'll say a solid 20 left. I'm shooting for like 60. Easy. Now you're so, no sober life puts a little bit more back in the tank. You get dude, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, gonna be stuck here till 100. And yeah, like five, yeah. Dude. I'm gonna, he's gonna make whoever made me. He's gonna be like, we're sticking him down you, for a while. Well, you've been able to you've been able to get through that body. It's like, hey, maybe I'll live to 99. Maybe it's there a it weird is. thing. I'm calling yep. it out. There it is. Let's say I'm shooting for 99. Let's Love that. that. That's much well, better than 60. Yeah, we're, fuck yeah, right. Yeah, we're gonna get into a little section of the show we call hot takes. Now, what we like to ask on hot takes, the first question. Uh, for me, you know, Michael Jordan of snowboarding, you know, we we do male and female, but who do you, who would you say the Michael Jordan of snowboarding is? I, I don't know, because I don't, I kind of hate basketball, so I don't even know who. Who's who the Wayne Gretzky then, 99, of snowboarding? Me, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that answer. <laughs> I love that. That couldn't be a better right. answer. Dude, like, like I'm going to say someone else, dude, I'm doing the 99s player. So what's the worst trend? No helmet era, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> what's, the, what's the worst trend? Uh, shit, I don't even know. Um, contest? <laughs> <laughs> shit, what did you say earlier? You said something great in the Patreon. For oh, Mongo. Pushing Mongo. Oh, yeah, yeah Mongo. pushing Mongo. That's, that's, I thought we were talking snowboarding, but yeah. And Mongo outweighs everything, dude. You, you can push Mongo on a snowboard technically if you strapped in your back foot. Dude, let's try it out this year. Strap I, in your back you foot. You know I've actually done it, but it counts kind of as a cost and switch push because I couldn't do it the right way, so I had to do it back mm-hmm. a backwards shuffle. Mm-hmm. Okay, next question is, if you could go heliboarding with three people in the world, dead or alive, who would you go with? I've never been heliboarding, believe it or not, but I'd go Tom Burt. I'd have to say Richards, too, just because I'd love snowboarding with Richards. <laughs> and, uh, what? The banter would be good. Yeah, yeah that's a great answer. I'd like, to, yeah. And uh, who else would, maybe... Like a browner. I really like shredding with browner. Can we make this happen somehow? How do we yeah, make that would, this happen? That's a dope crew. I can't make, go to Canada anymore, though. Ah. So. But, dude, I we could put with, yo, we could sneak across, dude. I know how to sneak across. I oh, actually yeah? got an idea on how get to get smuggled? across, too. Yeah, put Cruise me in ships. a... Cruise ships. Yo! Dude, they don't, like, they kind of, you buy in, you get your ticket, they take your uh, passport, and then they just bring you to Canada, and then they have, like, a separate customs for the cruise ship. Boom, so, in and out. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Pretty sure it would work. I need okay. to, I need Should to talk. we try this? We'll I'm have sure to, with uh, talk to your people. Yeah, I was going to say, I need to talk some of my criminalities. Yeah, dude. I'd love to see if uh, it would work, but I've thought this out, and I think it would work. I think it would work, too. Either that or just doing it old school and just paddle across. There's also, you go to Vermont, and you take a snowmobile across a frozen lake. Uh, yeah, you, I, should, yeah I, I heard they do it, uh, helicopter drops a couple of times out, like Canada. You just drop them off in Whistler. Random spots. Like from Baker-like area or somewhere, because it's pretty close, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, they drop you right off with your snowboard. Yeah. And just I heard like that's you're how one they, of the crew. Like, yeah. What? I was just here. I just, yeah. what? I was with yeah, these what? guys. I just wrote this. I've been here a month, dog. Dude, I, <laughs> DC left me here 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Here for a damn decade. <laughs> okay, we have another hot take. Uh, what's your favorite board graphic of all time? Mine. Love <laughs> it. Why am I not going to plug myself, dude? That's one thing I learned. I'm not going to plug anybody else. Grenier's board. There it is. I used to have one, but uh, don't have one anymore. But appreciate that. Well, let's make one, dude. Bose Rex. Oh, dude, let's do it, dude. I'm down. 
Dude, we could do people. A lot of people have asked me about Bojack boards. I'm like, dude, we could get we could get away with it for a 10, 10 grand to be making money. Like we were making money before I dip set it out and dip had to go to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, dip let's set, do it, dude. I bet, yo, anyone out there listening, dude, let's start up Bojack with some gangster fools. Me, Grenier, Keegan's probably in. Keegan, what's Bradshaw doing these days? Who's he right for? He'd probably be down. Yeah, I could see him. I mean, do we can get a heavy? We could get a heavy squad, dude. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be surprised. Bring someone will probably hit Maddie, you up. I Maddie, hope so, dude. That'd be dude, tight. Someone's probably going to hit you. Bring Maddie up. out of retirement. I, what's, I, I just got the Bozrak domain with a zero. I went to get Bozrak and someone fucking LLC'd it, does what? dickheads. Someone's really? already got it? Yeah, just to be a dick. So I just was like, fuck you. I'll just change it to a zero. So they're I have, hoping that they're gonna, you'll call them up and buy it off. Yeah, but dude, I'm fucking way more foxy or sly yeah. than that, dude. Like Bozrak with a zero and or fucking add like a... Fucking Russian W or something. Yeah, dude. so like, you got it still then. Yeah, Let's go Russian W on him. So, like, Russian so W is kind of so fresh. it's it's Bozrek with the zero now, the zero, the O, obviously because we're all you know we're zeros, dude. Like fucking Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the, didn't they do the song that was out? I unfamiliar I with a lot of their work. Bad reference. Yeah. I'm not even familiar <laughs> with that. <laughs> I, right I, I think you got <laughs> something on that. Uh, oh, I, that's what it was. He was wearing a zero shirt and it just said zero. And I remember being mad about it because I'm like, he doesn't ride for zero. <laughs> Sorry, stupid skate shit, nerd shit. All good. <laughs> All good. So I, I was curious too. Um, I always wanted to kind of hear the story from your perspective of um, the shit that happened in PC where you ended up. Uh, oh, wait, which oh, the showdown? The, the showdown. The standoff. Can you talk about the standoff. The yeah, fuck yeah, I could talk yeah, about this. Yeah, so what happened with the standoff? So what the. Cause I so the last thing I remember was sushi, and I just got back from New York, so I was already a little on edge. And uh, when I got back into Park City, my little apartment, I was right off of Main Street, and um, my light was on. And it was one of those like houses that's like three stories, and each each level is a different apartment, so you can like kind of hear everything and shit, you know. But my light was already on. I was already like a little like what the fuck. And then I don't know what got into me, but I honestly don't know what happened, but. The story goes through going through court, like it was, I guess I had a party in my house, which made sense. And then I guess I kicked everyone out. And then I, so I went downstairs and like we shared the balcony and the kid, I didn't know the kid that was Airbnb in it, so, you know? So that's what, that was the first problem. And I guess I told him, to, I guess I told him to leave or something. And he was like, fuck you. It was some kid from Huntington beach. I don't know. But, uh, so it was like, it ended up being like my gun, my house, but there's this big gray area of like. He was drunk. I was drunk. Supposedly, I was like, yo, I'll fucking shoot you or something. He's, and I guess he kind of, like, antagonized me. Like, fuck you. You don't got a gun. So I walked down to my Jeep and pulled out my AR, supposedly. In the report, it says I'm like, because it's like a, one of those houses with, like, probably, like, 50 stairs up to it. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you're, like, street. on a hill. So I guess he's just watching me climb up the stairs. trying. This is what's in the report. I don't remember a goddamn thing. And, uh, yeah, supposedly, I don't know what happened from there. No one really knows. So he runs off to main street and i guess what happened was he runs off to main street and is like yo this guy's trying to kill me or something like but by this time i'd already passed out so i wake up to like my phone ringing like fuck and it's my mom i'm like mom why do you fucking keep calling me she's like nate you know what you did last night i'm like no she's like go to your window and i like i get up and i can already see the whole apartment's just thrashed dude like from my forum days type shit era like just thrashing apartments and fucking I, it's just, I'm walking over like everything. There's like, <laughs> and I, I'll never forget it, dude. I open the blinds and it's like looking down on a hill, right? I open the blinds and it's fucking, I could see like a hundred SWAT fucking dudes <gasps> like on shit. rooftops, 
on all rooftops, like all around me. And you just see, doo, 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 and I just, all red dots on me. I was like, oh, no. And I like, and I hurry and shut the blinds. Like, mom, what the fuck? What, what's going on? And she's like, Nate, here's the, like, she handed me to like the police chief or something. And he's like, yo, do you know what happened? I'm like, no, sir. I just woke up, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to have you put a shirt on. And tell me before you go outside. So I'm like, okay, I got my shirt on. Uh, I'm about to walk outside. And you hear him on the radio go, all right, he's coming out. He's coming out. And so he's like, make sure your hands are up. And so I walk out. I remember, I, dude, it's the gnarliest fucking, this is another reason why I kind of quit you know, drinking. I was like, this is too much. I'm walking out, and there's just like 100 dots all over me. And I'm walking out like, oh, fuck, what did I do last night, dude? I remember, like, going to dinner at Sushi, and I was all stoked because it's like George Byrne is in town. Like, like, the first time I went out with my little sister, I think I went a little wild. But I'm walking down, and I finally get down there to the bottom, and you see in the news footage that, like, you see, you see, the, you see like, me, like, talking to the, the cop, and you see me, like, turn around and look to him. But, like, no one knows this, but I walk down there, and he's all huffing and puffing, like, about to, like, shoot me. And he goes, just so you know, I used to love watching you snowboard. And that's when you see me go around. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, dude. And I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal, right? And I was like, all right. And, but the whole thing was, is I honestly don't remember what fucking happened, but that's supposedly what transpired. And... So I, I was, that's what I was on probation for two years for that. And I was a year and a half good. And I get my weed license here. I'm living with my mom with cancer. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to try and grow like some, whatever it's called, fucking weed, CBD or whatever they call it. And next thing you know, I'm getting SWAT teamed again at my mom's house. And they fucking SWAT teamed up on my poor mother. Dude, are you kidding me? And so, yeah, as of now, I'm looking at one to 15 years in prison for a one weed plant that I was trying to grow with the medical license at my mom for my mom you know and it's just utah that's why i almost didn't come back to utah because i was like dude it's just a nightmare dude are you kidding me like honestly i i stopped drinking i'm on best behavior and like the cops keep thinking i'm like lying like every time they pull me over they're like well what do you got what do you got i'm like guys i'm fucking sober like what you don't believe me like what the fuck why are the cops the only people that don't believe me and it's just been a nightmare so that's why I kind of dipped to New York, and then I, well, now I'm here, and I'm glad I came back, because I came back, and I'm like, I'm not going to, like, let that shit, like, like, you know, run me out of town, just because I'm, like, going to be scared of the police, like, I love, like, this is where I grew up snowboarding, like, uh, like, they want to harass me and throw me in jail, whatever, like, I'm not doing anything wrong, so it's like, fuck y'all, you mm -hmm. know what I mean, like, leave me alone, because <laughs> the story that comes out, like, Fox News shit, makes me out to be, like, some sort of terrorist, they're saying, like, I'm, like, hanging out the window with an AR-15, like, the AR-15 wasn't even fucking loaded, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's a bunch well, of crock of shit. Like, I was honestly asleep and fucking... Well, it seems like it's a good thing you're not boozing anymore. Yeah. So, so the cops were out there for eight hours, and while that's why they sleeping. call it while I was sleeping. You're all in deep, deep, drunk sleep. Yeah, dude, waiting. I was, man. I was. And fucking... It was crazy. Like, I mean, you watch all the footage of me and the police stuff. I'm just sitting there like, man, what happened, dude? Like... Like, if they knew I would have done, like, if I would remembered stuff, I wouldn't have acted the way I acted, you know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, another drunken night, like, fuck, what did I do? But I must have really fucked up this time, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. fuck. So that's, a, that's like actually an episode a, of The Hangover. Yeah, pretty here, much, basically. dude. Fucking 40 and sporty, dude. Why fucking, the SWAT team at your mom's? Because they're watching my Instagram and like I was posting up weed thinking it's 100% legal. So in the state of Utah, I didn't realize this. For one, they sell you flour, weed, but you can't smoke it. So they came in and took all my roaches and all my weed that I bought from the store. Just because your history, but that's why they No, 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 because, because I was rolling them into spliffs 
And so that's evidence of that I was using the weed to roll up in the spliffs. I told them, and I'm, they're like, what's all the brown stuff all over? And I'm like, what, tobacco? Like, they're trying to make it out like I'm some fucking heroin, dude. Or oh, some like you're shit. mixing like, heroin with Yeah, weed. like, you fucking clowns, dude. I'm fucking sober. Like, what don't you get about it, dude? And it's like... It's such a crock of shit, sober dude. In and no, I know, but now, well, I had my weed card, and so the rule it goes that you can grow your own weed if you're a hundred miles away from a dispensary. I'm like, I was 68 miles up in Hebrew, and so I was like, really didn't think for like 28 miles difference they're gonna come fucking SWAT team me and my mom that's dying of cancer. Rest in peace, mom. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You gotta and be a hundred miles. A hundred miles, yeah. and I was 68 miles, and they're like, oh, what about Provo? Well, the Provo fucking dispensary wasn't even open then. So it's like, okay, so you have to be 100 miles away. I'm 68 miles away. Like, you're really going to stickler me on that? Like, they're just trying They're, But it's just so funny because they're all Mormon shit. And then I have the dispensaries now are owned by the Mormon people. Yeah. Like, and it's like, okay, like, what What are y'all really trying to do here? Well, y'all trying to go to heaven? You're trying to make some money, dude. They're like, what the fuck? trying to make money. And once you're in the system, that's oh, where dude, you're, you're pretty toast. much fucked. Yeah, yeah the you're system's toast. Uh, designed to fail pretty much. So what's but next? Well, so, I mean, luckily I got my boy Jason. You know, you know from the, yep. when we went to, we had our fun in uh, yep. that shit. <laughs> 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 we had some good fun in that deposition, but it was... Uh, you know what? Can I say something you about know, that? I real was quick? actually stoked for you to win. I was stoked too. I got to go to Greece, dude. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we can even talk about Let's that. Let's talk about if it. People want to know about it. Yeah, no, we just had some issues with uh, with numbers about boards and stuff, and so I, we 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 did it legally and went to court. But this is I with want, Tech Nine. Yeah, with Tech Nine, when Tech yeah. Nine was bumping, it, it was some, I don't even know what it was over. Oh, it was over Pro Model and Royalty shit. Something which, about which board was it? It was the it was second year it came out. The or, second year of his board, because I don't think they did as good as the first year or something. Or the Rasta was the big year. Well, yeah, and the, the way it, the way it works with the company is. We ended up having an insurance company that covers things like this. And I see, I didn't know this either. Yeah, yeah. so basically they make the decision to be like, this, we're going to just pay him out of, like without going to court, basically. They made an offer. Yeah, I took it. It was was 60K that I gave. And I'm sure your lawyer got some money. Yeah, he got most of it. And to them, that's cheaper than going to court. So they're just like, let's make an offer. And I was stoked, dude. I was stoked we settled it because I went to Greece and fucking started my Uzo career in face tats, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 60 k is a good royalty. No, but... It didn't get past. No, but what I wanted to say is you guys, uh, he was drilling me. He was drilling me like, you smoke weed and when's the last time you smoke weed and... And I looked over at Cole, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, motherfucker, I bought the last bag of weed I bought was off you, and you're my team manager, and you're sitting in here in a deposition. But I kept my mouth shut, motherfuckers. I never said anything. I was like, no, nah, dude. I just, wanted to say, I just wanted to say that, that I never said no one's name and called anyone out. I didn't mm-hmm. snitch on nobody. Um, and the insurance company giving you money is sweet. No, We didn't no, have to do like, no, a court case. And, no, it was perfect, yeah. dude. Like, I mean... Yeah, it hurt my feelings a little bit when I was in the deposition because I'm like, man, am I really that big a piece of shit? But I'm like, come on, guys, you know. But it, it well, we were basically it's a learning experience. The insurance for me, you know? company made us do that. Yeah, They're like this is how it is. We'd rather not go to court. Yeah, and I'd see, th- and me being young at that time, I didn't know. I wasn't like didn't know anything about courts or trials. That's my first time doing a deposition. Yeah, that's my f- that's my first and only time because I've tried to keep it away. That's from depositions, you know, but. No, it's it's a learning. Everything's learning. I look at it that way, and it was water under the bridge. So you guys are boys now. Yeah, yeah. I was. We were never not boys. I mean, it was just 
I talk shit on the gram. You can't ever believe what I'm saying on the gram or anything. You know? I, was like, I was like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to go in there and be like, yo, what's up with my royalties? But like, I don't care about money, dude. I was just talking shit, dude. You guys know that. So it's like. I mean, dude, I wish I had got a check for 60K from Tech 9 Yeah, right? <laughs> that's I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's just. Good like, for you, you know. I'm hyped on it. I look back now and I'm like, fuck, dude, that was sweet. I mean, it wasn't at the time because I was smoking weed. I smoked weed before I went into the deposition. He's like, when's the last time you smoked weed? I was like, uh, like a week ago. <laughs> You went, like I'm, you smoked weed before you went into hell yeah I did I've smoked <laughs> weed every day of my life since I started. <laughs> That's dope. M- minus <laughs> minus going to Europe on those Euro tours and yeah it took like eight days. Me and Trouble actually tracked it down one time in Germany and it, it, that was the longest I'd been since like seventeen years old. Yeah I loved it, dude. It's fucking me and me and Mary Mary Juana go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and in hindsight, dude, yeah. after looking back at all that with Tech Nine, for all I know, the re- the board numbers maybe weren't even correct because somebody probably, was funneling money out the back door. That's anyway, what I, so I don't trust anything. In it a wasn't me. Company, I'll tell you, you know? that. But someone was funneling money out the back door, and that was kind of the demise of the brand. Anyways. Is that kind of what happened with that stuff? Yeah. Man, see, see, in the end of the day, we're all still a bunch of snowboarders trying to do companies. You know yes. what I mean? And the, like the companies that really go well, you're like, you're not really a snowboarder, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's bad to say, but uh, you know what I mean. But buds and I come in here like sometimes, and I look at me like oh, we're we're playing we're playing business, like we're pretending <laughs> we're a company. Right? Like, yeah. oh, we have an office. Like we're, we're like we don't know what the fuck we're doing. That's how everyone is. Uh, I don't think anyone really gets life or gets what they're doing. You know? No, but then but, those sly dudes like Neff's dad, come dude. Exactly, in, man. Those are doing. those are the real crooks. They dude. know what they're doing. Like you guys actually manned up and like you know did it properly and like you know, but those guys. That's, yeah. just, that's just rude. They almost know? have a plan from the start <laughs> when they come into this. A hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. That's just how those it's money above all else, and that's that. Yeah. And it's sad, whatever. Or be, be after they're tithing. Yeah, after, after they pay their ten percent to the down. church, you know. <laughs> While you're a Mormon, fucking partying with Wicks Leaf in the green room. What? So what? What's next for Nate, dog? What do we got on the everything, dog? I'm traveling, being a wannabe trucker. I just, you know, after Ma's pass and. Like, doing the whole, like, I just kind of, yeah, I just want to cruise it. You got to live it up for the people that can Pretty much, I'm selling sweatshirts for gas, and then I just travel town to town and eventually shred places and skate. Just the same thing I've always done, you know? Is mm-hmm. that, instead of someone paying me to do something, I've started doing some sewing, and, like, now it's all me. If I want more sweatshirts, I just got to make them, you know? Because mm-hmm. I really don't want to take it to production and lose it all to, like, you know what I mean? Like, that wasn't... That's kind of when it started sucking with the Neff shit. Like, it was cool when it was all, like, small and, like, only the homies had it. So now I'm try- I'm doing it, like, just like a good drug dealer or something. It's a, it's a bad analogy. But I'm like, yo, where'd you get that shit, dog? And you're like, oh, you don't know. Like, you know, you got a word of mouth type shit. So, mm-hmm. so I just try and keep it to all homies or people I meet. So I have, like, I'm just going to be rolling. Like, I sew all the time. Like, I'm going to go later and sew probably, you know. Because I've gone pretty fast now. I can bang out a sweatshirt in a... And probably like an hour. Like I can make them all from scratch, mellow, but like for money wise and like that type of shit to be like just be more productive because I waste a lot because I don't measure anything. So I waste a lot of fabric. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just easier for me to do it this way for, you know, but I like it. There's room for it. Like why, why do I have to be like, I'm not trying to be the best designer. I'm just trying to make dope shit come out. Like I don't have to do all of it, even though I know inside I can. It's like snowboarding. It's like, I don't got to do that trick for you right now, even though I know I can, but I'm not going to. Oh, you're basically making it by hand, though, and I think that's 
what's cool oh, about sense, it yeah. instead of going to production, you know? Yeah, no, I just, that's why I wanted to do it because from doing the whole, my last company, hi, hi. I just, as a, like, as a craft, I just wanted to learn the craft and, like, just not have to go through anyone or, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's, if I want to do it, I got to drive down to the store and I got to pick out the fabric and I get to pick out this. It's like, I'm 100% in creative control. Like, you know, and that's have, why I haven't really gotten a partner or anything because everyone comes in and, like, they're all, it's all cool at first. Sasha, you need to go to the bathroom? Uh, she's good. She just wants a little <laughs> attention. That's my little girl. But, no, you know what I mean? So, it's like, I've had people come in and try and invest and stuff, and then it's like, you, you give them two, like, two, two cents, they try and take a yard or whatever mm-hmm. that phrase is, you know? So, it's like, I just don't even want to deal with that shit. I just want to keep it, as long as I can, keep it, like, going one-off-ones, like, I could still do production line and like say have shit come with like a stripe or something and maybe sell them like at a, like a higher price point, like 90 bucks or something. Like that's been kind of an idea, but I just kind of haven't had the overhead to take it to that next level. You know what I mean? But if we do Bozrak again, dude, we're all there because I have Bozrak <laughs> will be snowboarding and then same Bozrak will be closed. Mm-hmm. You know? That's I bet dope. people are going to hit you up for some hoodies, so I think that's dope. That would be dope because, I mean, that, that's what keeps me going right now. Like Keep I had, you traveling. Yeah, so... I mean, I could have stayed in New York, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I don't need, I could be every, anywhere. And so, you know what I mean? And that's like, well, like when I drive across country, I like, I picked up shit along the way, like a different, like a cow that says I'm move. It's so dumb, but I'm like, yo, I'm going to make a sick shirt out of that. You yep. know what I mean? Like, that's cool. So it's just endless, you know, it's just, it's something for me to keep busy. And, you know, it's one of those things that, like every day I learn something new on it. Like, oh, I could have just like did a little tweak like that and it folded it like, I mean, there's so much for me to learn, dude. I'm, like, on the bunny hill still, but... It's like the frontboard pretzel. Yeah, exactly. It's like like Nolly frontboard pretzel. (laughs) 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 Learning as you go. Dude, that's so dope. Yeah, I mean, but it's really... People that have watched me, they've they've literally watched my shit. I mean, it still kind of looks the same as when I first started it, but the blood, sweat, and tears, like, that took a lot to make a piece. It'd take, like, a... I mean, like, this... Some pieces, like, this is all scraps, like, you know what I mean? Like, those are my favorite ones to make is, like, when it's all scraps, and then you're like, okay, how do I make this work? And, like, it pretty much closed. You break it down. It's just a square with two, like, three holes or four, one, two, three, four. You make some wider, some smaller, you know? That's a, that's a garment. <laughs> that's I'm trying try to that's break a it down like that. It's, it's all the same needle and thread, you know what I mean? So it's like... Yeah, half my fucking career started at Walmart, dude. And I fucking backed that shit all day, dude. Because they get their fucking fabric on the overloads from Jones or Joann's. And they're, and it's so much cheaper there, you know. And I went to, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's just everything combining. Like, where you find your fabric, where you patches. Like, I was, you're over here by the Army Surplus store. I'm like, yo, I used to drive from Park City just to go to this Army Surplus store. I'm going to go hit it up after. Because I was like, they have this box of patches that are from, like, the 90s. And they're 25 cents each, dude. And, like, you can't find patches for cheap anywhere. They're, like, usually six, seven bucks. And I was like, yo, I got four bucks, dude. I could get fucking... No, I'm going to have a hundred. Have... <laughs> That's, like, eight, dude. I'd walk out of there with literally, like, I'd spend, like, $100 on patches. I'd have, like, a bag full of patches, dude. It was fucking... That's but ever dope. since that standoff shit, even at the Army store, like, they're all, like... the One of the old guys after me going in a couple times, he's like... So, I hear you've been on Fox News before. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, shit, you saw me, you know, like. They know you at the I, Army yeah, Surplus. Well, store. I look at it as, like, some Doc Holiday shit. Like, back in the day, they're like, what? They see, like, a wanted sign for them. They're like, what? Only 10 grand? Like, motherfuckers? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, I'm going off, like, that mentality type shit. Like, 
I'm already got I mean, depending who you ask, you're bad or you're good. I mean, that goes in anything, you know what I mean? So some people are like, you, you, you snowboard, you were pretty good. I'm like, well, it depends who you ask, you know? I've had grown men cry on me in the last year for meeting me. And I'm like, guys, dude, I'm a fucking ding dong, dude. You don't need to be <laughs> crying right now, dude. Like, please, you're making me uncomfortable. But I was like, at the same time, I was like, holy fuck, this dude is crying. Like, I don't think I've ever cried to see someone. Like, you know, maybe if I fucking saw Giselle and Tom Brady, I might cry. But <laughs> besides that, no, I, I, I wouldn't at all, dude. She's only got kids, dude. Just joking. I want to hear hating. that you I'm beat, just hating. beat this case coming up, dog. Dude, that's, I hope I beat the news, it. man. So the whole thing that we're leaning on right now is, like, dude, I, it's such bullshit. And they even, like, I need to figure out a way to get my little brother some money because they did hit. he just moved into my mom's house to be with her. Mm. And I'm like, I already had a plant in that room. So I had, I, it's, I had one plant, but there was, like, two baby plants that were, like, fucking, they're babies. I didn't realize it was. So they're trying to hit him with it because oh, it, no. it was in his room. And I think, and, like, he's got kids and shit. He's, like, the best kid ever. Like, not ever got in trouble. I'm like, what are you guys doing, man? Like. They don't care. They don't care. It's a racket. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It's all money. You ever commentary? It's, like, $15 for a Twizzler, dude. It's, like, fucking horse shit, dude. Like, just, it's such a racket. The whole prison jail system such a racket, man. It's like, broken. So, I mean, I, ho- I hope to God I fucking beat it, you know. But there's this homie. There's this homie Weldon. You ever heard of that dude Weldon Ang- Angelos? So he used to be like Dr. Dre's and like he was like a music producer cat like Snoop Dogg and them. But I guess he got rolled in like 99 or like back in the day. So he just got out of prison in Utah for driving through or something with weed. I don't really know the details, but he's out and now he's like activist for like he's helping like the football player get out of the weed charges. Mm -hmm. And I mean, half the country's like legal and the other half like you get thrown in jail for it. It's like, what is this USA? Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck is going on? Like, make up your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Like declaration of in- like it's not it's not like everyone's out there fucking slanging heroin or anything and even do the sti- uh, statistics and do like Portugal or like I'm not even gonna say Oregon yet I don't think it's been long enough but Portugal instead of throwing everyone in prison they throw them into like rehabs or like to help them actually because but then it all comes back to the prison system and it's a racket like USA is like the only people like half our populations in jail dude Truth. fucking horse shit dude. and and ninety ninety percent of them are probably for weed. Mm-hmm. Prison's so, a business. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a fucking way lucrative business. And I heard the Mormons own a lot of them. You know. Well, I've heard that too. If we got any listeners that can uh, help out, Nate, feel I, free to tune I, in. And yeah, I would get love your help, yo. I do not deserve to be in jail or prison for one to fifteen years for one weed plant that's for my mom. I mean, maybe you think I do, but you know, at least write. If I go in, write me letters, motherfuckers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put money on my books. No, I think we should be good. I mean. We're just leaning on hopefully Biden said they were going to make the whole country legal. But, but I mean, they did say that. So I don't know. I don't really know what's going on with that. But <coughs> that I, just think I just think it's kind of a joke, but they're all just out to ruin lives and get money. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you're labeled, you're like, they're like, get that kid out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, we got other people that deserve to be breathing this air <laughs> type shit. It's like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you go to the character, you test your character. You're giving homeless people money. On your way here with $4 in your wallet. Like, it's like, fucking, come on. But regardless, Nate, I just want to say, take this time to say. I'll smoke to that, motherfucker. There it is. <laughs> uh, Nate, before we wrap it up and get out of here, man, um, you know, the snowboard community uh, really, you know, cares about you and is happy that we have yeah, you as about a part of it. Too. And so, if you have any thank yous, anybody, or you want to say anything before we uh, put a bow on this thing? I just want to thank everyone that's got my back. That's it. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Make sure when you guys listen to this, you show Nate some love. 
And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show and being you. And thank you just for being you in general. Man. Yeah, dude, you are an amazing human, compassionate, and it showed when you had money. You just were there for everybody. I killed it, dude. <laughs> you killed it. After I flew to Italy for a slice of pizza, dude. You kidding me? You fucking nailed it, dude. Yeah, I heard a couple stories like that. Huh? Italy oh, for a slice of pizza. I was, I was throwing fucking, I remember at one point, I think I threw like a thousand bucks down the drain just to be a dickhead. And my, my highlight was I used to, um, whatever my bill was, I'd tip, I, I, I would match it. So like my, some of my bills were like three, four grand, but like the one, yeah, Randolph, dude, my bill there. <laughs> Oh my god, my bill there for like six months was like four hundred grand. Is that a bar? Yeah, it was my local watering hole. I got a locker downstairs though, so it was worth it. <laughs> Wait, you had like a tab? Yeah, I just had a tab, and everyone knew to come hang out. And just throw it on my tab, dude. I got you. It was four. And, oh, anyone would walk in and be no, like, "No, I mean not anyone." Homies, but I mean, though, they talked homies. to me for ten minutes. I'd buy them a drink. I yeah, mean, you know, it wasn't that hard to you know. You didn't have to twist my arm. Like I love doing it. It was somewhere around there. Yeah, like four, three hundred k. Yeah, I've heard so stories. Pretty, of people would be out to dinner with you, and you tip someone like uh, the waitress three thousand dollars. Yeah, it was crazy. Just yeah. if if they're really nice, and I just felt like I'd just be like, yo. There you go. Dude, making these people. It's kind of, if I got money, we got money situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, we're in the same vicinity. Like you know, that, well. that karma is going to come back around, and you're going to beat this case. And I hope we're, 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 we're about to hit a bomb hole tap. Well, yeah, we are, oh, dude. Yes. I'm going to drop in and go face tap for you fools, we, man. Bomb hole face tap. I'm going to get a Bozung tattoo Yo. or a Bozrek tattoo. Fuck I, yeah, I might, dude. I might get my first tattoo as well. We'll see. What, dude? That was a claim, dude. We might get a tattoo first. T9 face tat or what no <laughs> no sir bommel okay bommel. that'd be like me getting a neft tat or is it, yeah. is it? Yeah. you already had one i think oh it's still on there dude we're crossing that out while we're here yeah. i seen a line through it too so we're getting we need to two tats it. two tats well that doesn't count that's just a line two chains all right well two I'm chains say, i used to <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and watching we really appreciate you guys thanks nate for coming Yo, out. later players there it is <laughs> well thank you guys for listening we'll see you next week over and out from the bomb hole. Peace. Yo, later players. Woo! All right, we did it. That's a wrap on the Bozung episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Before we wrap this thing up, we got a couple things on the docket here. First things first, if you're listening to the podcast and you're not subscribed, just hit the damn button so you don't miss any episodes. Hit the subscribe button. So you don't miss any episodes. Second, we love when you share the podcast. If you just text it to a friend or share it on your story, we love that. Third, head on over to bombhole.com and get the gift that keeps on giving. Get a coffee mug. You can chug some eggnog out of that thing. Coffee, milk, or milk, as Buzz likes to call it. And, you know, get a gift for one of your loved ones. Bombhole.com. Another sidebar, Stony Buds Print Shop. Eastone started slinging prints. Another great gift. Head on over to eastonephoto.com. Pick yourself up one of Bud's iconic photos and support the kid. Lastly, our Patreon. If you listen to the show and you want to show some support, head on over to our Patreon. You can find a link at bombhole.com. And uh, we greatly appreciate all you members out there. You guys kick ass and really are the reason why we're able to do this show along with our sponsors. And anybody that buys any merch. So thank you guys so much. And we hope you guys enjoyed the Nate episode. And hope you guys are having a happy and healthy holiday season. 